Today's Christmas donation shout-out goes to Hutzman Cancer Institute. With a legacy of innovative cancer research, groundbreaking discoveries, and world-class patient care, they are transforming the way cancer is understood, prevented, detected, diagnosed, treated, and survived. They are committed to making effective cancer treatments available to everyone. They are the beacon of hope and healing for all people affected by cancer. One of the podcast sponsors, Lola Blankets, which was founded by Tommy, whose mother passed away of cancer, created a amazing, amazing, amazing foundation called Blankets for the Brave. And 10% of all proceeds from their Rosewater Lola Blankets go straight to the Hudson Cancer Institute to fund research and treatment. And they also gift blankets to those who are patients, who are struggling and are going through their therapies. So if you would like to donate directly to Blankets for the Brave, you can go to lolablankets.com and go in the sidebar to where it says Blankets for the Brave and you can donate directly so that way 100% of funds donated will be used to supply blankets and funding for research and care. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weekly Trash, the safe place to cleanse your mind, body, and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you could consume some more tomorrow. I'm your host, Josie Van Dyke, and I am sitting next to the OG YouTuber who I have followed for years and years and years, Carly Styles. Hi, everybody. Hey. Or Carly Butler or Carly Woods. I know. I don't you even have so know. Many names. I know. There's stories behind that. So, it's weird to say like Carly Styles is my internet name. Yeah. Because that could go many ways. Yes. You know? Yes. But it's like my, I don't know, my handle. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Butler is my maiden name. Wood is my married name. But like I haven't legally changed my name. Of course not. Too much work. I know. Uh, truly that's what it is. Like Too much work. Social, I, and I lost my social security card. <laughs> Oh. I'm a mess. No, it's fine. I'm a mess. I always say like if anyone tried to like steal my identity, it would probably be really hard because I don't even know half my yeah. info. Yeah. I don't know my birth certificates. Like I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm so a mess too. I'll answer by anything. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was listening to, or I was, when I was stalking you for your promo <laughs> video, you had a clip of a podcast that you had done and you said that your first YouTube name was oh. Carly Sass. Yeah. But that reads as Carly's ass. Yeah. When it's one word, not. <laughs> like overnight, I had like 50,000 subscribers yeah. and they were all the wrong. I was yeah. I was drawing in the wrong You people. were doing OnlyFans before yeah. it was OnlyFans. Yeah, fans. I made OnlyFans basically before Carly's ass, everybody. Carly's ass, everyone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, I've literally followed you for so long. So oh this is so crazy that you're here. No, hearing the music like, and everything, I was like, this is like full circle. No, it's it's being on your podcast. Legit. Thank you. Thank you. For Thank you for me. driving. You drove from Idaho. Hey, any excuse to love my family, but you know the yeah. best and the worst thing no, is like for to sure. be with your kids and be without them. No, for sure, it's a vacation when you get to drive with no kids. Yeah, podcasting, have Thousand soda, percent. it's quiet, no handing snacks, like all that. Thousand percent. Yeah, uh, but we need to do a dumpster deep dive into who Carly oh, no. Styles Butler Woods is. <laughs> Today's dumpster deep dive is brought to you by Lola Blankets. Lola Blankets is a tribute to Amy Hyam, nicknamed Lola. She lived a thoughtful life devoted to the service of others. Through years of living with breast cancer and enduring its treatments, Amy found comfort in her soft minky blanket. This blanket also became a comfort to her entire family. 
Prior to Amy's passing, she gave each of her children their own minky blanket, just like hers, to bring comfort and love when she could no longer be there. In Amy's honor, Lola Blankets has created blankets for the brave. As part of this program, Lola Blankets gifts their most special minky blankets to the Hutzman Cancer Institute and to women who are living with stage 4 breast cancer. These blankets are a gift of encouragement and comfort. These blankets are a reminder to live like Lola. I am absolutely obsessed with my Lola blankets. I have them throughout all of my house. We fight over them. They're so cozy. After each wash, they continue to be as soft and cozy as they were when I bought them. I love the blankets, but more importantly, I also love what they stand for. Since I too have lost loved ones to breast cancer, the subject is extremely heavy on my heart and my heart goes out to any of you that are struggling with that right now. Lola was extremely generous to offer Trashers a 45% discount with code TRASH45. Go to lolablankets.com today and be prepared to be extra cozy this season. It's a great gift for you or a loved one. Again, trash45 at lolablankets.com. Okay? <laughs> Let's do it. Where are you from? So I am an Idaho girl. Am I the only person that you've had on your podcast that's from Idaho? I'm trying to think. Maybe not like originally, like uh-huh. maybe they were born in Idaho, but they don't live there anymore. anymore. Yeah. I feel like it's intimidating because everyone you have is like... A big Utah influencer, yeah. a big Utah star. What part of like, Idaho are you in? Pocatello. Okay. Small town Pocatello. That's crazy. Well, because somebody messaged me and they were like, I just hard stalked her and she's from Pocatello. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> because Caleb's grandparents live in Pocatello. We go they every do? year for the 4th of July. They live on the golf course there. Okay. So you know it can get wild in Pocatello yeah. on 4th of July. Um, It's crazy. But also... It is kind of, there is nothing to do there. No. Like, here's the thing. I'm from there, so I have a love for it. Yeah. And like, it's a small town and I will never like put it down. But one day I would like to eventually move and like, you know, be outside of Pocatello. But it's where I'm from and I'm proud of it. But it is small. Like, we have a Walmart. We have a TJ Maxx. Like, there's really not a lot. You don't have any restaurants. No, that's that's my husband's biggest complaint. He's from Murray. So he's like, if there were more places to eat... I'd feel better, but there's nothing. No, like McDonald's. Nothing. There's like 55 soda shops. There used to be a Maggleby's. Was that Mm. a Maggleby's? It's the one that's on that corner across from Jack in the Box. Was it a Maggleby's? No, Perkins. Perkins. It was Perkins, Perkins, and then it went out of business. Now it's a Mexican restaurant. Yes, but they have the best tableside clock. So, oh, good to know because his parents live. His grandparents just live right up there. Yeah, so that's kind of by my house where the temple, okay. they just built the temple. Okay. That's like where we just bought our house. So. Okay, very nice. Do you want me to bleep that out so people don't come no. find you? Okay. okay. <laughs> like, come, I got Pocatello's guns. huge. Good luck. <laughs> no, really though. But yeah, Pocatello, Idaho. Okay, yeah, you're a Pocatello girly. Yeah, Pocatello girl. Um, I am the only girl in my family. Yes. I have two Are you the, you're the baby, right? No, I have two older oh, brothers. You have a younger brother. Yes, and then my little brother, Logan. I always say like him and I are the best looking. So <laughs> We just got better looking and taller as our had kids. Oh my gosh, that's we're so both like funny. blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, I'm not blonde anymore. Your but older brothers aren't. Yeah, they're just hairy. They got beards. They're like rugged know? beards. <laughs> mountain men, yeah. Yeah, mountain men for sure. Does everybody still live in Idaho? Yes, that's crazy. My whole family lives there, but I feel like we never see each other. We're always so busy. Really? Yeah. We should see each other more, but. And I I feel like you guys are really close. Yeah. I feel it's like that safety of like, oh, we all just live here, so we'll yes. see each other. But then it's like we need to do better about making an effort. But it is nice for like. Oh, come over Sunday or, you know, yeah. like we, we try once in a while to get together. Yeah, so. that's nice. Yeah. Your brother, Shay Tarts. Yes. <laughs> he was like one of the first big YouTubers, I feel like, yes. like vlogging family channels. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that how you got 
started in YouTubing was from him or were you into influencing and YouTubing before that? No. Were you a pageant so, girl? You kind of look like you'd be a pageant, pageant girl. I did for a little bit, but I was yeah. most, I, I, I feel like I have more of a boy personality okay. than I have a girl personality. It was my brothers. My cheer coach got me into it. Like I did do Miss Idaho and I won Miss Gate City. I don't even know what that meant, but I ended up giving my crown back because I like moved away and got pregnant and married and I don't think they wanted me representing Idaho (laughs) pregnant and not married, you know? Um, But it just wasn't for me. Like I remember being on stage in a swimming suit and like some of their feedback was like, your hips are wide. I was like, bitch, I weigh 118. Your hips are wide. Like Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember feeling like, I don't want to do this. Like this feels like a lot of pressure. And so I, yeah, it wasn't much of a pageant girl. I don't think I have like the etiquette. Oh, you know, not bad (laughs) enough for that. Same, same. (laughs) But yeah, your brother... Did they start their channel right after they got married? So, okay. So Shay is my oldest brother. Yeah. And he started doing YouTube. He, I feel like he is the OG, like, family vlogger. Yes. Because like, YouTube is so different now than how it was when he started. But he's always, like, ever since... Like, I remember my brother, he's always had like a video camera. He's like basically the mom off of Mean Girls with a video camera Uh at all the events. Gotcha. Like even growing up, he would make rollerblade videos or like commercials or like for my grandpa's like big 80th birthday or 70th birthday, him and my other brother, Casey, put on this like big production of a skit of like all my grandpa's weird quirks and like funny things. So he's always really been into video and he's kind of like a Jack Black, like has a very fun personality if you're in the room with Shay you like love being in the room with him and he did I remember it differently I wish he was here to tell his story like how he started but he I remember he um when he first started vlogging we were all kind of like what is this like what is this YouTube business because for me it was like YouTube was like Charlie bit your finger (laughs) yeah yeah or like um treadmill like fails or like I remember watching Justin Bieber sing Chris Brown on there and it was just like this weird place vlogging wasn't really a thing yes and then it caught on and people loved him and I actually hated being in the vlogs like I would hide every time I was on a vlog I was like don't put me on camera and people like why does your sister hate the camera like what's wrong with her (laughs) why are you afraid of being on camera what's your guys's age difference um this is gonna age me I think Shay is 44 or 45 I'm 36 so like seven eight years and then my second brother Casey he's like two years a year and a half behind Shay and then there's me and then my little brother we have eight year difference between us. He's like okay. 27, 28. So he was like a kid when Shay started doing it. Yeah, he was little. He was a little guy. Yeah. So so you have him doing all of this, all yes. of the YouTube so this, stuff. He starts growing. He starts like getting attraction, attention. We'd go places. People would recognize him. They would like be filming videos for brands. And our family just kind of always was like, chill like yeah let's go along with it. Yeah. But none of us really ever knew the scale on which like this would escalate to. Um, and you know, a couple years into it, my sister-in-laws and I started talking about doing a show together yes. because they were vlogging. Also, I'm so pregnant. So I'm like winded so easily. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and this is like taking me back down memory lane. And we wanted to pitch a show that we wanted to do as like all of us sister-in-laws, like, yep. like the view. Yes. But moms with moms. View. Yeah. So we came up with the mom's view. And we flew down to Los Angeles and we met with Google and we pitched them our idea because we were actually like applying for a grant to fund the channel. Gotcha. And the grant went through and that's when she had started um, growing Maker Studios, which was an MC and a multi-channel network. So him and a bunch of other YouTubers had come together basically and they're like, hey, there's nobody who's like collaborating on a collective scale and making like videos together that's like 
functioning, like, um, I don't know, like basically like streamlined. And they're like, let's be the first to do that. Like a production team, yeah. but for YouTubers. And we'll have like scheduled content, like programming, and it will just like be very like, you know, organized. Yeah, organized professional. Yeah. So they made the first MCN, which is really cool, multi-channel network on YouTube. It was called Maker Studios. They had like a cool warehouse. They had like a film crew. They had like a stunt crew. It was just so cool to see what they were doing. And it was like a place for people to come and like take YouTube seriously, yeah. like making their content. So the Mom's You was like kind of like the first programmed, scheduled show that they were going to have on the MCN. And it's basically like this hub network and then it would drive to all of like our individual channels and we would all start our own channels as well. And so that was really crazy because I was probably going through the hardest part of my life. I was like a single mom going through a really bad divorce, trying to figure out who I wanted to be on the internet. Yeah. It was so scary and just like, like I, there was a lot of uncharted territory for me, you know? So that's what got your foot into yes. it. Yeah, that's what caught on because I was living in Pocatello. My ex played baseball and he was trying to travel and make that work. But the way that the Idaho laws work were I was basically I had to stay in Idaho, which it was so unfair because he was gone playing baseball. Yeah. But I had to stay in Idaho. Thankfully, we like came to terms and I was able to move to California so I yes. could get this up and running because I was working like three jobs and just trying to make things work. Just was, trying to hustle. Yeah, I didn't get any support I was just trying to like make it all all the ends meet because I think really it was like a like a pride thing you know yeah. like I don't need your help I can do this yeah. you know well let's kind of talk about that and being a single mom because that <sighs> was a huge part of your life yeah yeah so you were married before you were married yeah. to Cooper's dad yeah we dated for two years and then we got married or then we got we had started looking at rings and talking about getting married and like yeah. what that would look like and then we found out we were pregnant and then so we ended up getting married that fall and then we had Cooper, we got married in September and then we got married, I had Cooper in November. So I was pretty pregnant when we got married. Oh yeah. You did a full on yeah. Pocatello shotgun wedding. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I Here's the thing. I didn't want, I didn't ever want to get married. I didn't, but I was so young. To him? To him. Yes. Okay. Um, And not because I didn't like feel like I loved him at the time. I just, I knew it wasn't right. Like we just weren't right for each other. But I was young. I was pregnant. I felt like all that shame and pressure yeah. and wanted to do the right thing, you know? And like, you know, you have hopes. Like, we're going to have this baby together. Like, it's going to work out. We'll figure it out. Like, and so I was like, okay, this is the right thing to do. And so we got married. And then not too long after that, like, it was just, I knew, both of us knew. Um, it was mutual. Yeah, it was mutual that we probably should have things and we were not ever meant to be together yeah was but, there like a big fight or a big blow up that oh, yeah. made it and yeah we I feel I feel okay talking openly about it because yeah. Christian is actually pretty open about his struggle yeah but he was an addict for a long time he like um you know addiction is it's such a diverse like concept but like people don't understand like there can be porn there can be gambling there can be alcohol there can be pills there can be spending money like addiction yes. is crazy and um he alcohol was like his choice and it was hard because I was so young I was 20 and I didn't know who I was I was insecure how old was he when pregnant. you pregnant he's 20 he's six seven years older than me okay so there's a big age gap but for a while it was just like young fun love yeah you know it was just like young fun love but we're just like dynamically at the end of the day such different people yeah and now like he's in a great spot he's worked really hard to get sober um 
think he's been sober like 10 years or 11 years. So he's done a good job. And so him and I are in a really good like co-parenting spot. And that took a lot of work. Um, And I think because he got sober, it was so much easier to approach him and like him approach me. But like even now him being sober and like him being in a really healthy place and me being in a better, healthy, mature place. Like we still just like butt heads because we are just such different people. And yeah. Cooper will even joke and be like, "Yeah, you guys are were never meant to be together." Like, <laughs> You're like I was, he's like, "I was meant to be here, but you guys, were yeah, you not guys were meant just, to be together." Yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah, it was it was a hard time. I was young, you know, trying to be twenty and pregnant and go through a divorce, and you know, feel all that sh- in a small town. Like, yeah. there was just a lot on my shoulders. And then, you know, shape brought this idea to me like you really should start a YouTube channel like you can make good money yeah being a single mom you won't have to work as many jobs like because did you have full custody at the time yes just because Christian was gone like there's no way he could have had Cooper with him he was like playing baseball and baseball like is just crazy schedules they're home a week they're gone a week they're home a week they're gone a week and it was just crazy so yeah I had full um full custody so you go to California Mm mm-hmm you're a single mom. Mm-hmm. What was that like being away from your family, away from your small town? Yeah. Big old LA. I remember just feeling like this isn't real. There's no way. Like, cause I literally had gone from coaching, cheerleading, working at the middle school, being a waitress, trying to like run choreography camps, just like making ends meet Yeah. to all of a sudden this company's like, we're going to give you this large amount yeah, of money. Salary. We're going to get you a lawyer. We're going to make this happen. Like if, for the first time in my life, I felt like somebody was fighting for me and like wanting me. And it just, I remember it just like filling my cup. And like, I was like, I will do anything to make this work and to make this successful. Like I don't have another option. Like this is like a dream, you know, literally a dream. And was your personality the type to like want to be in the spotlight? Yeah. I feel like uh, my family were just kind of like that, like loud and not shy. And like, not that I wanted to be in the spotlight, but I, you can entertain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a lot of pressure. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm juggling balls, right? Like, yeah, kind of. Am I? Am I funny? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I felt like more than anything, uh, going through what I had gone through, like I felt like I wanted to help other women and like other single moms. And I was like, okay, well, maybe that could be my voice. I could be a voice for all single moms. Yeah. You know? When did you come back to Idaho? So I was in California almost two years and it was temporary. It was never permanent because it was literally all based off of his baseball career, which is also still frustrating. Um, But there's a lot to play with like the way that Idaho looks at parents as like a, like an equal parenting state. And they really want the children to stay like where there's family and tradition and what they know. But it was just like such a weird scenario because like when he's on off season, he's home in Idaho, but when he's playing baseball, he was gone. So it just felt frustrating for them to like tell me like you have to be in Idaho when he wasn't. So So you got forced back. You would have stayed in California. Yes, I think so. But I also didn't think I wanted to raise Cooper in California, if that makes sense. No, for sure. Like schools and just I I didn't there wasn't a lot that I knew, you know, and like Idaho just felt safe. And we got to a good place with the company where they're like, we'll fly you back and forth And so literally Cooper and I were on a plane every other week to make it work. Like, so I could fly back. I would work for a week. I'd fly home and be at home and he'd be with his dad and I would work from home and then we'd go back. So we did that for like a full year before I was like, okay, this is a lot. It's a lot on him. It's a lot on me. Like I got to plant some roots. So then I ended up being like, I'm going to move back to Idaho and just make this work. And 
it all ended up working out because also Maker start, had been acquired by Disney at that point. Like Disney okay. had started to come in and they wanted to acquire buying the company. And so like things were kind of internally shifting anyways. When did, when you moved back to Idaho, mm-hmm. were you like in a good place mentally? Like, did you feel like you had life figured out? Like things were going good? Yeah. I felt like I definitely had more stability. Yeah. Um, I had gotten myself out of debt, which I was really proud of. That was like a big goal of mine to like pay off my student loans and credit cards. Yeah. And I bought my first car. I had my own little house. Like I felt in that sense, like I had a good sense of security. Like money yeah. made me feel secure. And I think it was just because literally years of being a single mom, like so many nights I'd go to bed, just like tears, like how am I going to feed my kid tomorrow? Like I have a dollar in my account. I have $2 to my name right now. Like feeling once you feel that and you like, I'm going to get emotional. I'm pregnant. Let's blame it on me. I got, I got got these tears. (laughs) But like once you stress about like how you're going to take care of your kids, like my child, it like lives with you for forever. You know, like going to bed, worrying about like tomorrow, um, how am I going to feed Cooper? I don't get paid till Friday. And so like, you know, if you've lived paycheck to paycheck, you know, that pressure. And I, as much as it sucked, I'm so grateful I went through that because it like lit a fire inside of me that I'm like, I will never worry about money again. Like I want that to be my goal. Yeah. So when I moved back to Idaho, like that felt just like such an accomplishment that I was in such a good place, you know, like in that part of my life. But like, in the other parts, like I wasn't dating, kind of was dating, but I like I wasn't, you know, and I was ready for that next chapter. Like I wanted to find a husband and start my family and be a mom. And so like I did feel good, but I also knew there was like more that I was wanting for my life. You know, when did Jackson come into your life? Oh, my gosh. Now I'm really going to cry. Um, So we met on Twitter, which is so weird. <laughs> Twitter. 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 Girls, if you want to meet a guy, there's lots of guys on Twitter. That's where you go. <laughs> Even Not now, Tinder. who knows? <laughs> yeah. I met my husband on Tinder, so. Can you imagine, though, like, back in the day, like, <clears throat> the internet was, like, a place where you got murdered. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it kind of still is a little okay, Yeah, yeah. A little. Not as bad. Now I feel guilty. Don't take my advice. If you meet a creep on the internet, you did not hear it. Like, you did not get advice out. from Carly. Yeah. It worked out for me, but we met on Twitter. I don't. We remember the story differently. And last night I was like, okay, if you were to tell the story, how would you say yeah. we met? I remember him commenting on my Instagram okay, and leaving a comment. And I was like, who is this hot guy? Because I feel like my demographic is women and girls. And so like there wasn't you a lot of- You didn't feel like you had a lot of men? You never no. got sent dick pics? No. Unfortunately, I think only a few. <laughs> okay. So it happened to come because you you're hot, Carly. Oh, I don't know. I don't feel like I put those vibes out of like- attract i don't know i just um your workout videos you're like doing the splits what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> could have slamming the floor didn't bring in the men carly's ass everybody <laughs> you think i would have brought in you know yeah i, I did okay i, I would assume okay. you had a decent man following. okay but i felt like the guys that had the courage to like say something were like creeps. publicly yeah we're always just kind of creepy yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I it was never attractive to me for them to like come on so strong yeah so i didn't really give them a lot an gotcha. opportunity but i do remember jackson commented on one of my pictures and he said something like oh i wish you had a sister or something like that and i was like it was like enough where okay. i'm like okay you're hitting on me but like 
not creepy. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, you do the whole stalk. You go to his page who he's following, what girls he knows. And yeah. I'm like, this guy seems pretty normal. Because like, he's younger than you, right? Yeah. Like four years younger than me. Because is that why he asked, I wish you had a sister? That's a weird <laughs> He's like, you're old. You're old. I want younger. He's like, I wish you had a sister. <laughs> Jax, you called you weird? <laughs> That's a weird pickup line, no, dude. Now knowing my husband, he's just dorky. Like, he's so smart. He's actually just... He's smooth in his own ways, but he's actually dorky. So now it's funny. I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh. I wish yeah. he had a sister. Yeah. And I'm like, did he love me? Was he hitting on me? I'm questioning my whole marriage now. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, so he comments that. He comments that. And then like we're like following each other on Twitter or something. And I remember I was driving to the airport one night at 3 a.m. I was shooting in Canada and I had a really weird red-eye flight and it was leaving from Boise. So I had to leave Pocatello at like 1 a.m. And it was like 3 a.m. And he favorited a tweet of mine. And it like, you know, the banner pops yeah, yeah, up yeah. and it was like, Jackson Wood HQ, like your tweet or whatever. So then I messaged him. <sighs> I shouldn't have done that. I feel vulnerable now. So let him come to me. Not playing hard to get. No. And I was like, why are you up so late? It was literally 3 a.m. And then we just like kind of started chatting. And then it was just, you know, from there. But he didn't live in Idaho, did he? No, he lived in Utah. And that's, I think I, at that point in my dating career where I was at, I was just over it. I was like, he's so cute. And like, he seems normal. It seems like we have a lot in common. Like, how is this going to work out? Because legally, I have to stay within 45 miles of where Cooper's dad's at. Yeah. Like, I can't move further than that. He's in Salt Lake. He like is in the big city. Yeah. You know, for me. Yeah, yeah. And he has a good job. There's three tall buildings. <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake he's city. got more than a Walmart. You know, he's yeah. living the big life. And he has a good job. He's like working at Fidelity. I'm like, there's no way this is going to work out if it works yeah. out. You know, like he's never going to want to move to Pocatello. No one can yeah. even pronounce it. Everyone's like, Poca what? Pocatello. Poke my hell what? Pocatello. <laughs> yeah. Pocatello who? Yeah. So oh. when, so did you guys do like back and forth dating? Like you would come to Salt Lake, he would go to Pocatello. Yeah. So then, Pocatello. <laughs> Pocatello. So then we, we just like, we were messaging back and forth. Him and I both were also kind of going through weird breakups at that point. Um, he wasn't married before, was he? No, no, he wasn't married. Um, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, so douchey of me to admit this. He posted this freaking gym pic of his back and I was just like, dad, nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, like and it. we hadn't talked. Like I was in California. Oh my gosh, this is fun. I was in California for like a week and we had gone on our first date. I was supposed to go to the Albion Fit fashion show. Okay. Are you talking early? You yes, know, you know. Albion Fit. And I had invited him invite to go. Invite me this year. Okay. I haven't been invited <laughs> since and it's probably because of this. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Okay, okay, cool. I'll be um, done. <laughs> they invited me to go to the fashion show and I was like, who could I invite to go with me in Utah? Like, yeah. you know, so I kind of like mentioned it to him. I was like, you want to see a bunch of hot models with me? Like trying to play it cool. Yeah. You know? And he was like, well, if you need a date, like I'll be your date. He was very gentleman. And I was like, I got invited to this fashion show. It's in Park City. I don't know where it's at. He's like, oh, I love Park City. Like, yeah, let's go. I'll drive you, whatever. Literally, like, an hour before he's supposed to pick me up, I'm, like, cold sweats. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't want to go on a date. I do not want – I, like, PTSD. I just did not. So nervous. So I tried to, like, ditch him. And then he, like, called me. He's like, if you're going to try to ditch me, you got to at least say it over the phone and not text me. I was like, oh, he's serious. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick you up. It's going to be fine. Like, we're going to go. So he picks me up. We go. It's great. We go to dinner. We start talking. We talk so long that I don't even like pay attention to the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to be late. We go up to the show. Everything is over. They're cleaning up, folding chairs. And I remember the like PR girl was like, here's your swag. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like probably why I haven't gotten invited back since. (laughs) They're like, you didn't even come to the show. But it was a good date. Like we just had really natural conversation. And then he like dropped me off that night. We just hugged. 
just hugs. Awkward. Like I, of course, I wanted him to like hang out more. Yeah. But I didn't want to be like, do you want to come up to my hotel room? Yeah. Because then that felt like forward and inviting. Yeah. And I well, didn't want to send also, the wrong you are, or at this point, you're an active member. You're still an yeah. active member yeah. of the church. Yeah. He is too. So that's not really something you do yeah. in the church. Be like, do you want to come up to my room? Yeah. I mean, if you're fun, it is. Yeah. I mean, like I would have. <laughs> But no, I wanted but like, to. Majority of people, but like wouldn't. even just like come and talk, or like. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know if that would like set the wrong feeling, and yeah. so and I also felt like balls in your court, bro. Like yeah. I invited you to this event. If you want to keep hanging out with me, he would have been like, "Let's go get ice cream." Yeah. Or, and then it's so funny to hear that, like to tell Talked him my side it. of it, because yeah. he was like, "No, I was just trying to be a gentleman. Like yeah. I didn't want to invite myself up or like keep you out late." Because then the next day I was flying to California to go work. Yeah. And so the date just kind of ended. We hugged and it wasn't like a great hug. I didn't feel fireworks. Like it wasn't like. Um, what is a great hug? Like you know did you, you just, go up? Did you go down? Did you go one I feel like my boob got in the way. I think I like okay. did too much of a. And then it just like squished the okay. boob. And then it just kind of felt awkward. It didn't feel like an embrace. No, it wasn't like I want to jump your bone. Like yeah. it just wasn't a good hug. You know, yeah. it was just kind of like. Felt friendly. It felt friendly. So PG. It wasn't a good <laughs> hug. There was no dry hump involved there in that. No, no derping in the hug. No. Utah people call it derfing. I call it a good DH. A D- dry, dry hump. humping. Okay. Yeah. Levi Love. Yeah. Levi Love. Okay. Yeah. So none of that. But, and then we like texted a little that night, but then very much the game was on of like who was going to text who. Yeah. And I think the last message he sent me, I was like, I don't really know like how I respond to this. There wasn't like a lot. So I didn't say anything back. So literally for a week, we did not text. And he's like, I looked at my phone 50 times a day waiting for you to respond and say, and you didn't. I was like, I didn't know what to say. And yeah. then you weren't texting me. But that week I was in California, I was shooting a bunch and I was like busy. So it was nice to keep it off my brain. And I ended up making out with a celebrity <laughs> that week. But we weren't like Jackson hmm. and I weren't. Okay. You can't just say that I and then not tell us who. <laughs> okay. But I did here's what, here's what's pathetic. I'm not good with celebrities. Like I didn't even know who he was. Apparently he's on Vampire Diaries. Stephen McQueen. Steve McQueen. Okay. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. The only wait. people who thought I was cool are, okay. that know this are my nieces because they Steve watch Vampire Diaries. McQueen. I think that's his right name. Stephen McQueen. Okay, that man is old as fuck. That is not. That <laughs> he is, was not. He was that not is old. Not, is it, okay, Mc, we're gonna do it's Vampire Diaries. Yeah, and I don't. You guys, this is why I'm bad with celebrities. Okay, okay. Okay, wait. Brown hair. He kind of gives Jackson energy. Let's see. What What are this you guy, looking at? He was the brother. He was Elena's brother. I didn't watch Vampire. Yes, Elena's brother. Mm-hmm. You hooked up. Yeah. Date out. That's it. That's it. With Just Elena's kiss. brother. He very much was like, come back. I'll get you an Uber to my okay. house in Malibu. And I'm like, I know what you want from Good. me. That's not going to be it. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. I wish that you would have pursued it a little bit. And then maybe you could have, you know, He met seemed to like he was on something though. He probably was. Let's yeah. be real. He okay. was having a better time than I was. I was okay. like, you're definitely on something, but we can kiss. That'll yeah. Be fun. Yeah. 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 So then after that, I was just kind of like... I don't know. I was in a weird like headspace. Like, why did I do that? Yeah. I know I like think I like Jackson, but like here's this is what's good for girls to hear. Like, I think sometimes we put so much pressure on like falling in love and there's going to be fireworks. Yeah. And, and I don't want to downplay our marriage because or like the love I have for him because right. it's like the most solid thing I've ever had in my life. But our love wasn't like this big firework moment. And it wasn't like I saw him. I'm like, you're the one. Yeah. But I did feel so safe with him and I felt so at ease and I felt like I could just be myself. And that was a feeling I had never had with anyone else. Yep. 
That's a thousand percent how I felt with my husband. Yes. And you were just like, okay, even though this is not fireworks, I love that I can just, it's like a good steady feeling yes. with you, you know? Yes. No, a yeah. thousand percent. So obviously he met Cooper. Yeah. So then he posted this gym pic of his back, which he doesn't remember. I won a thousand percent. He's like, I would never post that. I'm like, now you won it. But back in the day back when you were being- day, when you were single. Yeah. You were a bachelor. Yeah. You posted it. And I remember I commented something at the gym and I was just like- I said something to him. I can't, I wish I could remember. And then we literally from that day on, we have not missed a day talking. It just was like, okay, this is We're it. in it. Yeah. Yeah. And you obviously got married. Yes. So when did you know it was like a good time for him to meet Cooper? And when, and when you, when he did meet Cooper, was it like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to marry this man? Yeah. Well, I, okay. So we met in February or we started talking in February and then he didn't meet Cooper till I want to say May. Okay. Um, and a lot of people have like different reservations about like that process for sure. Um, but I felt like I waited pretty long, like long enough where him and I were in a really good place. And I knew that I'm like, even if you and I don't work out, like it's good for Cooper to see healthy relationships. And even if they don't like, he isn't the one, I don't think you need to show your kids like perfection. You need to show them real life, you know? So even if I was going through like, breaking up with someone. I've always been honest with Cooper because I'm like, I think it's more important for kids to see the real and the resolve yeah. rather than just like the highs. And then you try to cover up the bad for like sure. the lows, you know, for sure. So yeah, they met at a baseball game. It was like actually Cooper's game. So it was really neutral. There was like Cooper's dad was there. My family was there. Like it was pretty neutral. And then we went like went to pizza and like played games after. And one thing that I love with Jackson is like comparing him to other people who had met Cooper, he didn't swoop in and try to be like Disneyland. Yeah. Like I'm the best. Yeah. Like I'm so fun. And I'm like trying to win you over because I like your mom. It was just like, he let Cooper come to him on his terms. Yeah. And he was just like really chill and like really just like genuine. Yes. Yes. And I think it's because he had a stepdad, like he was raised by his stepdad. And so he like understood that dynamic and he just was always very, like on Cooper's terms, like you get to decide when you feel comfortable with me kind of. And I just love that about him. Oh, I bet. Yeah. That would be very attractive to see a man not just like fake it almost yeah. to just like make it look good for him. Yes. And just, I think he was genuinely trying to build a relationship yeah, he was with like, him. Hey, nice to meet you. I want to meet you. Yeah. I want to yeah. be Disneyland. Compared to other guys. Like I remember what guy I dated called him the wrong name. I was like, called him Connor. I'm like, get the fuck what really like, and okay. then one guy called him my kid i was just like dating being a single mom and dating with kids is a whole dating sucks in general yeah i'm sorry those of you who are dating i did not like the dating phase i'm like all this bullshit of like what's your favorite color what are your parents do? yeah like, i don't actually care about any of that yeah no i'm like tell me the worst part about you if and here's the worst part about me if we can like look over that and yeah. love each other at the end of the yeah. day then you're a winner. If you can accept this, then we're good. Yeah. We can yeah. keep going. We can <laughs> yeah, keep going. We're good. So you get married mm-hmm. and then not like very long after you got married, you got pregnant. It was yeah. like a year, right? Yeah. But it's hindsight looking back, we were freaking out because we got, we got married in November. We came home from our honeymoon, got settled and like midway through December. I have a video of this on my phone. I just found it the other day. Cooper and Jackson were like, mom, throw away your birth control. Like, I don't think Cooper knew what birth yeah, control yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. But I remember him being like, yeah, let's have a baby, mom. Like, let's do it. And I have this video of me like flushing my birth control down the toilet. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Like Cooper was eight. Jax had just baptized him. 
And so I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to have a baby. Like, I've been waiting. And Jackson wanted kids right away, too. Yeah. So we started to try, like, the process. And there's so much information I didn't understand back then. Like, I just thought we'd have sex and I'd get pregnant. That's yeah. how it worked the first time. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what's the uh, yeah, ovulation? What's, yeah. So we didn't get pregnant until all the way until July. And for me, that felt like something was wrong. Like, we talked to our OB about like fertility and I actually ended up did getting pregnant in like May and a May. And then I miscarried. I think I was like eight weeks. So then it was like even freakier yeah. and like we just thought something was wrong. But now in hindsight, I'm like, we're popping babies out like I'm a Labrador over here. Uh, I don't know yeah. why I was so stressed out. Like, yeah, it, we just thought it was like, you know, so hard and scary and sad. And it is like when you're in it and you're ready for that next chapter right. and it's just like not happening. It's not coming and you're yeah. like, what's wrong? Yeah. But now looking back and, you know, having my life online and understanding like what some women and families go through, I feel guilty for like ever feeling bad for myself, you know, because I'm just like, I know some women want babies so bad and that's like their number one wish. And they may never get that. Right. And I was like going a month and I was like, I'm not having this baby, you know, but like a month that for you felt like forever. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it just, it's all, everyone's going at their own pace. So right. if it felt heavy to you, yeah, those are it's totally valid to feel that. Yeah. When, <clears throat> when you guys got married, did you talk like how many kids you guys wanted to have together? Yeah. And it was always just kind of that's like number four. Yeah, that's that's that I know of. How many kids do I have, guys? Yeah, well, you have five. You're gonna have five kids, but yeah. that's gonna be yeah. number four with. Jackson. Yeah, it was just kind of always like we knew we wanted kids, and we just there was never a set. Like it was never a plan. Yeah. It was just like let's have babies and we'll figure it out. But so we got pregnant with Elliot, and we were so excited, so excited it was a boy because in our wedding video, Cooper, like in his little speech, he like spoke at our like dinner or whatever. Yeah. He's like at the end of his speech, his like tagline was like, "Now go make me a brother." It Love was it. so cute because then we had a boy first. Yeah. Um, and then we got pregnant with Lenny. And I would like have always wanted a girl. I, I just felt like I'm a girl mom. I remember watching that gender reveal and being oh. so happy for you. Because I'm like, she got a girl. Yeah, I was just like, I didn't believe it. And she, Lenny is like, when I held her, I just felt like two kindred souls. Like, I'm like, I've known you for lifetimes. Like, yeah. we are so much the same. That's why I'm also terrified of her. That's exactly how I am with my daughter. <laughs> when you talk yeah. to her, I'm like, I feel you. She's yeah. very scary. Yes. <laughs> she scares me. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then you got pregnant again. Yeah, so we thought girl. we were done after Elliot and Lenny. We're just like, this is great. Like, life is manageable. We're like one-on-one -on -one defense here. Like, you got yeah. one. I got one. Like, we yeah. can manage. Cooper is a great help. But we still just, like, didn't know if we could, like, close that chapter we literally had one conversation, one fight. We got in a fight on Valentine's night. And it's so dumb because in the moment when you're fighting, you're pissed. Like, yeah. you're so mad. You can't believe. And now I'm like, what were we fighting about? Like, what was that? I have no idea what we were you fighting about. You forgot to lock the door? Like, yeah. <laughs> what was it? You left your underwear on the floor outside the shower? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we got in this big fight. Had great makeup sex. Got pregnant with Joe. Little baby Joey. So then it was like, yeah, we're done. Like, yeah. we can't have more. That's just so much to handle. But like the whole time, I just never like you. Yeah. I, I did just, not. Yeah. I don't have the done feeling. Even with this one. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm done. I know. But it's just, I think it's because I love babies. And I'm it's hard to way. see your kids not be babies. Yes. I read a quote. I was like, you don't want more babies or you don't feel closed because your kids are not babies anymore. And yeah. you just miss that. Yeah. I want like, another baby. I don't want another kid. Yeah. Toddlers are no joke. Yeah. I'm the same. Like I love being a baby, baby mom, but like toddlers are so Once they turn two, like you're <laughs> cute, but you're crazy. <laughs> so crazy. But now I'm like, 
I want to be, I'm ready for that next from selfishly. I'm ready to like be done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So you get pregnant with a third and then when did this, this, so Joey got pregnant with Joey after makeup sex. Yes. Great. It was good. And we were so happy. You're like another little girl. Be so yeah. fun. Two boys, two girls. This is perfect. Like best case scenario. Yes. Um, Joey was seven months. We were in Mexico with my work and I was like, um, I think I'm late, but I hadn't really had a period yet because I was still breastfeeding exclusively and she was still so young and I hadn't really had a period yet. Yeah. But I was like, I just felt like something was off. And so we're like searching the resort for a pregnancy test. He's and both of us are like, there's no way I pulled out. You took a plan B. Yeah, we were like, breastfeeding. Like, like, there's no way this is impossible. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, I just think that I am like if if I was supposed to start my period, I'm now five days late. So we're searching the resort, trying to find pregnancy tests. They don't just have them at resorts. Yeah. So Jackson has to take a taxi cab into like central Mexico yeah. or wherever we're, I'm in Puerto Vallarta. So okay. like a taxi ride. He's like, literally they're trying to sell me like steroids, you know, Zempic. I'm like, shoot, should I got stuff for me? <laughs> we could freeze it. Jackson's like, I literally just was like, I'm here to buy a pregnancy test and some diapers. Yeah. And I guess yeah. the guy at the counter was like, and Jackson's like, yeah, we have another baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like the funniest experience because he was like. No, I just literally no no steroids. This no isn't drugs, this isn't code. No Viagra. We're good. We're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's we're like, good. I need. So he brings the test back. I take it that night. No, the next morning, and I was like, okay, so pregnant. Oh, and I think my for like gosh. two like two days, both of us were just like shock. Like I bet what I have a baby. I just was pregnant. Like what I'm having a baby. You know. Um. Yeah. It was a lot. So do you know what you're having? Yeah, a girl. Another girl. Yeah, Jackson screwed that up. Big time. <sighs> I wanted have... this to be a surprise. I'm like, this is my fifth, fifth pregnancy. We have two boys. We have two girls. Yeah. Like, let's do this differently. Because we there was so much like, not stress, but like, oh my gosh, we're having another baby. Yeah. I'm like, I really want to like make this special, focus on this baby. Like, as we have every other baby. Like, yes. really have intentional love and excitement for like when you know we're in a place to do that yeah so I'm like let's not find out what we're having let's like just do it completely different and Jackson's like I can't he's like I hate surprises it gives me the worst anxiety and we were going back and forth back and forth so finally I was like trying to be a good wife and I was like hey you can find out you'll be the only one who knows yeah if you slip that <laughs> I will do things to you that cannot be set on. Like, I I will murder, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I trust you, and I know this is important to you, and this is your baby too, so, like, you can find out, but I do not want to know. I want to have that moment. The baby comes out, and they get to be like, it's a, you know? Yeah. So we go to the hospital. We do our scan, all of that. Literally in the freaking elevator. The elevator leaving three minutes later. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's why you can fill her. And I'm like, what? And I'm just like, you know, feeling like the red rise oh, from my feet. Yeah. This poor lady Ruined gets it. in the elevator. We're literally standing on opposite sides and she's standing in the middle. I'm like, what did you just say? Did you just say it's a her? And then I, his whole like white face. And I was so mad, but I was mostly hurt, but I could see the anguish on him. So it was hard to like feel mad at him because yeah. I know it was a genuine it mistake. Was a slip. But this poor lady in the elevator, we're like fighting, going back and forth. And finally she was like, um, did you guys want to push a floor that you're getting off? <laughs> She's probably like these psycho people. <laughs> like what? So I'm just like sitting there and Jackson pushes the button and we just go home. And I'm like, I just need it. I just need a moment. Yeah. 
Well, but all the hormones too. You're probably just extra emotional. Oh yes, yeah. right, right. So, I but that would so have been bad. so hard to keep that a secret because, like, yeah. that is so easy to slip up. Totally, and that's why I'm like, it was a genuine mistake. And like, yeah. Then even after he had told me, or you know, slipped it or whatever, yeah. I even then started saying her because we we hadn't decided how we were going to tell our family if we were going to like what that looked like, and so I'm like, I get it. And so both of us were just like, word of advice: if you're going to be in that decision-making process of finding yeah. out or not you both have to be on the same page oh uh, yeah I could have told you that Carly <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know I have a lot of faith in him I'm I guess like, that would be because how far along were you when you found out 20 weeks we we're like halfway there yeah so. that's I had a lot of four and a half months yeah he's still on my shit list it's been kind of nice though to oh have your gosh. husband in the doghouse that long yeah you're like he will do anything <laughs> whatever you want yeah he's <laughs> like anything to get. get your mind off of this and if he says no you go mm, I remember that one time remember when you said her <laughs> yeah. oh yeah she's just always like immediately <laughs> yeah, cold no. sweats so you are like a busy body because you're pregnant you have all these children you also are an influencer. You run your social medias. You also have a clothing boutique. You also do, is it Red Aspen Nails? Yes, yes. Um, and I swear you, didn't you do something else too? Lip Sense at some point? Oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. Like you have done everything and anything. I th- at one point, I think, you, didn't you start a company to like help brands like build yes. their brand? Like you are an entrepreneur I love at it. your core. When you're doing all these things, are you trying to find what makes you most passionate or do you just like having a lot of things on your plate? I think it's a Gemini in me. Like I do like staying busy and I do like change. But I'm like for me, it's like if I love all these things, like I want to try my hand in all of them. Um, That's probably not the best business (laughs) advice because I'm like, I need a focus. But it's very hard for me to like just pour everything into one basket. Because I like I think I can run many ships and I'm like, this might actually be harder than I thought. But yeah, yeah, I just I think that like it stems back to me being a single mom and stressing about money. And so I literally am constantly always thinking of like the hustle, like how can I be successful? How can I make money? How can I prove myself? Like it it might almost even be toxic. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, I feel you. I, I just don't want to look back and think like, why didn't I try? Why didn't I try harder? Why I provide for my family, like, and I, now that we're in a good and a comfortable place, I like this life that we have. Yeah. And so I'm just like, so terrified we're going to lose it, you know? Well, because Jackson yeah. has a job, right? Yeah. He's a portfolio Financial manager. Advisor, yeah. yeah. He does incredible. And yeah. he's always like, you could stop working. He's yeah. like, but I know you would go crazy. Yeah. I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like your money is our money. My money <laughs> is my money. <laughs> my money buys me the things yeah. I really want. Yeah. That you would probably say no to. Yeah. So. That you look at and go, that is stupid. Yeah. Why would you spend that on that? <laughs> I know. I literally was looking at my Ulta receipt last night and he walks in and I was like, you're like a child. He's like, what's that? I'm like, it's nothing. A bronzer was $40. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I spent like crazy amount of money. That's like so messed up of the world to make women products so expensive and like nice. Why does it like, that's my guilty pleasure. Like I love Sephora and and I don't even use, like I'll use it once or twice and then be like, I don't like this actually. See, and I sell makeup for a living also. Yes. I'm toxic. I will admit that. I'm the first to You admit. love makeup. See, I'm that girl that has foundation that's seven years old because I'm I, like, Joseph, but your no, skin is amazing. No, I just like, I use my makeup till it's gone because I don't wear a ton. Yeah. Like I, I wear my tinted moisturizer, my foundation, yeah. a bronzer, a little highlight. Uh-huh. I'm good. Like I just, I yeah. cannot go to Sephora and spend $400. Like I physically can't. Yeah. But if you want me to go spend $400 on food, like sushi. sushi? Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. Oh, we want to spend $400 and like go to the spa. I'll do that. Yes, I'll also do that. Oh, you, I want a designer bag. I'll buy that. 
But it's like certain things where yeah. I'm like, no, that's stupid. No, I just love sweating money because I'm like, I would do all those things also <laughs> like, with you. No. And then we'll stop us if we're all along the way. <laughs> well, and I also think it has to do with just like that that feeling you get when you do yeah. spend money. Yeah. And maybe some people don't get it, but no. like I get a high. I'm like, yeah. yay. I know, right? You're just like very, it's temporary. Like, <laughs> yes. But I do, I just telling my husband, I'm like, I do want to get to like a really great financial place where like, I don't, this also comes back to like, I think things of like not having money. Yeah. Now for sometimes I'm like, I don't need to spend money just yeah. because I have it. I don't need to spend yes. money. And so like being married to him has been so good because he's always about investing, always about putting your money aside. I'm like, so boring though like i'm 60 i'm not gonna care about my foundation when you should die i probably will it doesn't matter how much money you have in your savings account with us when we die our honey. kids don't need it yeah he's just like you are my husband's like we need to build generational wealth i'm like for who like we're <laughs> no. gonna be dead those little shit scale figured out like i did they can get a job yeah they can get they're a job capable yeah they're fine <laughs> they're fine no but you you really do so much what made you want to start your your boutique shop woman I love clothing. I've always loved clothing and I'll never get tired of shopping. Like I will always like I'll be nine months pregnant and you want to go shop. I will go shop. With yeah. You. Like I just love clothing. Retail is also being in it is so much harder than I thought. Like I'm like, I love this stuff and I would buy this stuff. Yeah. But like forecasting for what other women will want and also competing with like Target and Shein and Amazon has been yeah. so hard because I'm like, you can get this, what we're trying to sell for like a good profit for us. Not crazy on Amazon or on Shein and it's so hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not so, as good quality though. That's the one true, thing. True, true. Because it falls apart yeah. the minute you wash it. Yeah. Or like it doesn't look like what ends up being yes. what you think you're going to get. Yes. But yeah, retail like a photoshopped been, picture on Amazon. Yeah, like, oh yeah, of course it looks good. She weighs 80 pounds. Like, yeah. Of course everything will look fine on she's her. Anime. She's anime. <laughs> she's not real. She's AI and no, <laughs> like, she's not even a real person. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, cool. So yeah, Woven um, has just been like, and it was fun because I did it with my like childhood yes. friend and that has been like good girl time. And I feel like more than anything right now, it's a hobby. Like we're not balling out. We've yeah. been in business. We're like we just celebrated three years, but it's just fun because it's like this outlet, this like girl time. Yeah. But there is like, I to told her that I'm like, we need to like buckle down and figure out like, are we going to like really take this seriously and project it and push it yeah. and grow it? Because I have a lot of ideas and if not, like we need to figure out because she's just she her whole goal is to be at home with her kids. And yeah. she wants to make like she's like having fun and wants to make some side cash. But like I'm like 10 years down the road and yeah. she's like, let's figure it this out and see fun. how it yeah. goes. You know, I don't think I could ever start anything with my friends. Has that not affected your guys's friendship at all? Surprisingly, no. And I like that was like the first conversation I had with her because I feel like business is like sex. Like, yeah. If you're going to get into it, you got to know what you're getting into and like who you're getting into it with. And you got to be vulnerable and intimate yeah. and honest. And like, so I was worried. I'm like, at the end of the day, like you want to be able to fire somebody and yeah. not have it be personal. Right. And so I told her that. And I'm like, we just from day one, we have to have like the same expectations for one another. We have to have set out job roles so that you know what to expect from me. I know what to expect from you. If the ball drops, we know what we're responsible yeah. for. We can take responsibility. And there's been moments, obviously, where I'm like, oh, she's annoying. And I'm sure she's like, yeah. she's annoying. Like, yeah. And we bug each other a little bit. But she is just – her and I just work well together. She's a little ray of sunshine, and she's always an optimist. So unlike the moments that I'm probably getting crazy at her, she's yeah. like, Carly, it's fine. We're going to figure it out. And you're like, no, we're not. I'm like, we're we can't pay bills on rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> you're like, 
No. <laughs> Either start taking feet pics or we got to figure this out. <laughs> oh my gosh. The comments I get on my feet I know. On Let's see these beauties. Do you have like hey, the prettiest hey, feet? YouTube. Am I making guys so oh, jealous? Are they right like now? sweaty under there? It smells so like, good. <laughs> you're jealous. <laughs> okay. Everybody, if you want more of that, Venmo yeah. me at Josie Van Dyke <laughs> and I'll send you some more. Some I literally get comments all the time about my feet and I'm like, if I get a creepy Shut. message, it's always about the feet. It's so weird. No, it's tempting. I'm like, should I just do it? No, like I would do it though. That's what I'm saying. Like Venmo me, I will send you some more naked feet. Like I whatever know, but then you it's want. like the thought of what they're doing with it. I don't give a rat's ass. No. It's my feet. Buys her a bag, she'll do it. It's my feet. <laughs> if it was my tit, maybe I would take a second. I'd be like, mm, should I? Should I not? Does my face have to be in it? But like my feet, sure. sure go I'll not? go get a pedicure for you. Yeah. I'll film my pedicure for you. And then you can <laughs> do whatever you got to do while I'm doing it. <laughs> this is good. Um, okay. You, but again, you do all these things. How do you handle motherhood on top of all of it? Like what's your advice of being a working mom? My kids are along for the ride. Like we go down to Woven and I'm packing orders. They're there with me packing orders and they're seeing, yeah. you know, it's not easy and yeah. I want to rip my hair out. And sometimes I always resent my husband. I'm like, it must be nice to go to a meeting and just be an adult and not get have a kids focus, right there. Yeah. Focus on the one thing at hand. Yeah. And not like, but then another part of me is like, I don't want my kids in daycare. Yeah. I don't want a nanny raising my kids. And this is not towards anybody else. No, it's, it's you. just it's a toxic trait because I could use help. I really could use help. Do like, you not have a babysitter or anything? No. My, my teenager helps us on date night sometimes. I Harley. I know, but it's it's a toxic. Who's with them right now? Jackson? Yeah. And and that's another thing. Like he, his schedule and my schedule, we actually, he does such a good job of like, we give each other days and times. And yeah. like some days it's like passing the kids back and forth. Yeah. But that's what works for us. And I know that doesn't work for everybody. Um, we have thought, I'm like, this next baby is coming like soon. I'm like, there's yeah. no way I can They're going to be 16 months apart, right? 15. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh I know. So I'm like, they, we've got to get some help. Yeah. But like, I just have to get over the fear. Like, I'm so terrified of something happening to my kids because I trusted someone else. And I need to get over that. Because I know there's like great kids and there are opportunities out there where people will take good care of my kids. But then you get on Instagram and it's like, nanny is taking pictures of kids. I'm like, see, told you. Can't yeah, no, do no, it. No, no, it, it is scary. But once you find somebody you trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, because I was a nanny and I know how much I loved the yes. kids I nannied. I'm like, yeah, I know that's possible. Right. No. I know that there's somebody out there who will love my kids as if they're their big sister yeah. or their aunt. And or I think something. it's so good for your kids too. Oh, yeah. Like, shout out Tori and Becca. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching. I have two. <laughs> I freaking, no, I know I need help and I just need to like, it's a pride thing too. I'm like, I think that I can do it all. And I'm like, no, things are slipping through the cracks. Yeah. And like, and I'm not always the best mom, probably when my kids are with me because I am anxious and I'm like, sh you know, short rope, whatever. A little stressed. But it is nice when Jackson and I like balance, like the going back and forth and yeah. it helps me feel like I have my thing. He has his thing. But yeah, we're going to need some help. So if yeah. you guys have advice for finding a good nanny and red flags to look for, let me know. CPR certified, please. Yes. And just a good person. And like also if I interview somebody, mm -hmm. can I go to jail if I'm like, if you hurt my kids, I will kill you? No. I can say no. that? No. Oh. I would say it. Okay, good. Okay. I will say it right now. Tori, Becca, if you do anything to my kids, I, I will, will find you. And I will help her bury your body. Like, so. But that's the thing. Like I know how genuine and great they are. Yeah. And like once, like truly, once you find the right people, you just know that they love your kids yeah. so much. And you're like, I trust yes. you. And that's the best feeling, but also so scary that one day they're going to leave. Because right. like right. they're probably not going to want a nanny my kids forever. forever. Yeah. 
And that's terrifying because I'm yeah, going to I'm gonna have to go through it all over again trying to find somebody. Yeah. But once you find someone, it's great. Yeah. I do it's think great. it takes a village. You know, it really does take a village, all hands on deck. Yeah. And it makes you like Cooper, like he had, he went back and forth to a lot like family. And yeah. we did have a lot of help in California. We, like you nannies. were a single mom. Yeah. So he, and I feel like he's the most well-rounded kid, knock on wood. Yeah. He's done so Is your head wood? <laughs> yeah. I'm wood. I'm a wood. Well, you are a wood. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Wood, that's but right. I don't know what my last name is. Yeah, right. yeah. But we don't know what your last name is. Yeah. You have multiple. So I'm not saying I'm against nannies, you guys, or that if you have one, no, I yeah. have any reservations, I need to get over myself. For sure. I can do it all. But that's incredible that you do do it all. Like, I have a lot of help. Lot. My that's husband, you know, we have a good schedule, so but still, I can't. Thank that's you. That's a lot, Carly. Thank you. Say thank Allie. you. That's a lot. That's a friggin' lot. It's hard for me. Can you tell? <laughs> like, I don't take compliments. I don't I, <laughs> Yeah. That's very me, awkward. What? No, I, I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm actually a bad mom. I'm the worst. <laughs> okay. I have a question that is so me just wanting to know because I'm okay. nosy. Yeah, I love it. And we skipped past it, but I sent it to you. You proved it. Um, your brother had a little oh. bit of a scandal. And I was invested because I was watching yeah. Shaytard yeah. and yeah. I was watching you guys. Did that affect your family dynamic? And if you guys don't know what the scandal is, you guys can look it up. I don't know how yeah. deep you want to go into it. But did that affect you guys? Okay. So I, this happened before I got pregnant with Cooper, Elliot, excuse yeah. me. So my, so Elliot's six. I was pregnant with Elliot when <clears throat> this Cooper was six. No, Cooper was 10. Oh. I lied. I'm lying. Cooper was eight. Oh, this is before, this was before you were pregnant with Lennon. For, with Elliot. So Cooper okay. is 10. Elliot is my oldest or my second oldest. He's six. I was pregnant with him. So this okay, happened. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. this ha- When you have so many kids, it's hard to keep you, straight. Yeah. Right? I was like, like where are we in the story <laughs> You just got married, but Elliot's six. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah. Okay, no, no, we did just get married Um, year into it. And she had been on the internet, family vlogging, doing so well blowing up huge huge views known like we couldn't go yeah. places without people knowing him their family yeah um and this thing came out but literally like when you asked me like sent me the list of questions um I have never publicly addressed this yeah I'm sure so I was like kind of sweating because I'm like it really isn't my story to tell no and I not. just want to put that out there which is why I want to know how it affected <laughs> you I'm not asking him yeah. I'm like how yeah. did it affect you um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. It, I'm not going to lie. It was hard. It was really hard. Um, because I held Shane Colette on this huge pedestal because I had gone through such a shitty marriage and divorce, very abusive, very volatile, really toxic. And then, you know, relationships when you're a single mom and just like, I really just always look to their marriage yeah. because like, I hate the saying, but gun to my head, if you would have said like, this is what happened to your family or this is, you know, whatever, I would have been like, no, there's no way. There's no way. Like my brother loves his wife. He loves his family. When you even kind of put your brother on a pedestal too, even in your YouTube videos, you would be like, my brother helped me get here. He, I love him. A million percent. He opened up the opportunity and it changed my life. Like he, I feel like he believed in me. Like you don't need to be doing all these other jobs. You can make something for yourself, a name, a brand for yourself and make your way in the world. And so, and he's my brother, you know, at the end of the day, I I love him, but I think what it, closing my eyes and thinking about how I would say this, he is a human being. And I think that we all need to learn to hold more grace and more space for people being human beings and that none of us have this life figured out and that we're allowed to make mistakes. 
I'm not saying that I like approve of anything that happened or that I condone any of his behavior. It was hard. It shook me to my core. I would wake up in nightmares and just sobbing to my husband thinking that like he was going to do to me what my family was going through. Um, And I just had to learn that like it's not my place to judge him. And I know that sounds like really weird. Yeah. But I'm like. I don't think it does. I'm like there's enough judgment I know that's happening in his own heart and in his own mind. And I saw it like it took years and years and years off his life and their marriage. And they're still married. Yeah. And they're doing great. Um, but I just remember feeling like if everyone else is going to have all these reservations and like harshly judge him, like what does that leave for me to give to him? And I just remember thinking like when I'd get caught up in it and like reading or hearing anything, I hated the way I felt. And I hated the way it made me like have an outlook on my life and on my marriage and on my relationships. And so I just had to get to this place where I was like, my job isn't to do anything else than to love him. And I'm not going to give him advice. I'm not going to tell him what I think he should do. I'm just going to be a safe place. And if he comes to me and asks for advice, I'll for sure tell him the truth and like where I'm at. But like, I'm just going to love him because it's going to be a lot harder to do that. And I think that people need that when they are in a difficult place more than they need your opinion, you know? And I saw this clip with Morgan Freeman and like the mom from Gilmore Girls. I think she was playing God in the movie. I don't know. But he was like, when we pray for things, like if we're praying for more patience as a mom, like God's not going to just send us patience, right? He's going to create opportunities for us to grow patience. And like, if you want a strong family and you're praying for that, like God's not going to send like these tender, warm, fuzzy feelings. He's probably going to give you circumstances that like you prove that you're going to be a tight knit family and love each other. Yeah. And so I feel like as hard as it was on our family, just because it was like, you know, shocking and like, well, it was, you guys had this following. Yeah. And we're in the public eye, you know, like there was like a magnifying glass on because Every, if even, even if you went through this private, it would be hard. But then totally. Everybody knows totally. everything. And everyone's just so much harsher and quicker to judge. And people forget that you're human beings. And the hardest thing with being like in the influencer world or whatever is you do share your life. And and you're able to monetize that. And it is a blessing because if it isn't for people tuning in or subscribing or following, like you would be nobody. Yeah. But also like people feel like they have a right to parts of your life that you're still not knowing how to navigate yeah. and they want answers and they want, you know, reasons why. And sometimes they feel entitled to it. Yeah. They feel that's a perfect way to say it. And sometimes you're like, I don't even know where I'm at with this. Yeah. So I can't tell you like why this happened or how I'm feeling without like first navigating it myself. And so when it all came out, like I just kept thinking of like what I would say publicly because we would just, you know, everybody would ask every day. And I just remember thinking like, this isn't my story to tell and it's not my place to judge. And I think a lot of people probably took that for like, I'm okay with it or like I was condoning it, but it was just like, you know, it's a lot harder to love somebody when they're in a bad place than it is to judge them. And there's a lot I can learn from this too, you know? So it was, it was hard. It was so hard, but he is my brother and he is my family and I will always love him. And yeah, he's a little shit and but he's human, you know, yeah. he's human and he is trying to figure out this life and navigate it like we all are and doing that in the public eye. Like it's hard. It's very hard. No, it is. And it's as hard. soon as you're vulnerable and like you do try to like open up about it, you're going to have a hundred people there being like, you're a piece of shit. You're, you oh, know, you're this. You can't you're make that. everybody happy. Yeah. You never yeah. can. 
And that's the joy of uh, the internet. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. It is. It is. It is like I, my life wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for the internet. But like sometimes I always like, I'm like, I wonder what it would feel like to just like throw my phone and just be done. Like turn it all off. look at it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It'd be interesting. I know, right? Last question before we take out trash. What are you most excited for in 2024 besides not being <laughs> pregnant? How'd you know? Oh, I'm ready. Like, I have big goals for 2024, and I'm just ready to feel good again. Like, I love being pregnant, and I know I'm going to miss this, but I'm ready to feel like myself again. Yeah. You know, I feel like for the past, you know, six years, I've had four pregnancies, four babies, and that's hard. It's like such a, like, I'm just a different person when I'm pregnant. Like, I think I go all in on like my momhood and like my mom era. Yeah. And so I'm ready to focus on like Carly again, yeah. you know, as I'm still navigating being a mom to five kids. That's crazy. Five. I know. I know. Five. And you still don't feel that I'm done feeling. I know. I don't. Well, That's wild. Well, also hormonally, you know, yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. when this baby just like slips on out with yeah. a little push. Were all of your pregnancies similar to this? You, you were saying no. before that this one's been a little wild because yeah, you're due in February, but you could have a January baby because it's like yeah. early February. We've had like weird things happen. Like I was bleeding last weekend. So I was like in the hospital yes. and like passing blood clots and like they were like, no, like we can't like they did a thorough exam. I didn't pass kidney stones. I didn't have a fever, no infection. And they couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, it's normal. I was like, I'm literally peeing out blood. And you're saying this is normal. You're like, that makes me feel <laughs> yeah. good. But I trust our doctor and I feel yeah. fine now. I just, I rested. I literally was on bed rest for like three days and then it just stopped. So, That's so I don't scary. know. I don't know if it's because I'm old. And I'm trying to have you're a baby. You're not that old. I know, but like, no, literally, I'm in geriatric pregnancy is what Okay, but call that's you. like once you, what, turn 29? I know. I'm like, you guys need to be a little nicer. Like, like, once you turn 25, your chances of having like a Down syndrome baby go up right. like 45% or something. I know. I think they need to revisit that. I'm like, 25? No, the nurse literally is like, oh, because you're geriatric. Your insurance will cover this. I'm like, yeah, let me get my walker over here. because <laughs> Let I'm me just... get my cane <laughs> yeah. and my oxygen tank. <laughs> I know. Let me just take off. Yeah, so geriatric but yeah I'm ready to just close this beautiful chapter and so grateful for the many memories and stretch marks and just ready to like feel good again you know I love that I can't wait I know let's just get so hot in 2024 I can't wait to see all the hot content you post (laughs) we're gonna get you an OnlyFans yes we get you an OnlyFans doing big things in 2024 yeah yes we're entrepreneur baby (laughs) yeah Make that hustle. I have no judgment. However you want to make money, I have no judgment. Do what you got to do. I love it. All right. Well, are you ready to take out trash? Let's do it. Personal Trash is brought to you by Spearmint Love. Spearmint Love is an online baby and kids store with everything you could think of. Hoodies, rompers, knit hats, pacifiers, graphic tees, tutus, blankets, two-piece sets, beanies, bows, toys, and literally every baby essential. It is also my go-to website for ordering cute matching outfits for my kiddos or just classic basics like their best-selling organic waffle collection. So cozy and so functional. But seriously, they really do have it all. You have to go to their website and look at over the hundred of brands that they have on site. They sent me some of the cutest PJs for my kids, matching neutral checkered PJs. Adorable. I was obsessed. But then they also sent me a fun pair of golf-themed jammies for Brooks. Like literally, they have the funnest designs. Whatever your style is, they have it. And you guys are going to freak because last time they gave Trashers an exclusive discount and they're doing it again. If you listen, you are going to get a code. And that code is Weekly Trash, and it gives you 25% off site wide. 
Again, this is only for podcast listeners. I'm not sharing this code on any other platform. So head over to spearmintlove.com and use code weeklytrash at checkout to get 25% off. An added bonus, they have really fast shipping. So if you order a cute holiday outfit or PJs for your kids, you'll get them in time for Christmas. Again, spearmintlove.com, code weeklytrash for 25% off. And thanks again, Spearmint Love, for sponsoring today's episode. Personal Trash is also brought to you by Happy Homes Organizing. There are three ways that Happy Homes can help you. They can do personal organizing, virtual organizing, or you can buy and follow one of their guides. They can help you tackle any space quickly all in one day. They will buy and bring all the product, handle the returns of the extras, and they will haul away all the trash and the donations that you want to get rid of. They make it functional, but also aesthetically pleasing, and they customize each space to their clients' wants and needs. And if you're moving, they can also help you declutter, pack, unpack, and organizing. With virtual organizing, they can meet you virtually or in person and create you a custom product plan for your spaces with a guide to walk you through the happy homes way of organizing. The guides will be different for each part of the home. The guides will include product systems and links, as well as steps to declutter and organize your space. Now, if you mention Weekly Trash, you will get 20% off all labor, so go to happyhomesprofessionalorganizing.com, H-A-P-P-Y-H-O-M-E-S-P-R-O-F-E-S-S-I-O-N-A-L, organizing.com or go to their Instagram at happy.homes.organizing. For a complimentary quote and consultation, visit and get your prices. They are the best. They did my whole closet, which if you see the transformation, it's insane. They've done my bathroom, they've done my mudroom, and they've done my garage. And I have loved working with them. I've loved my overall experience and it has made my life so much easier finally having all my things organized. So Go ahead and take advantage of this opportunity to get 20%, 20% off. So head on over and enjoy a organized, clean house. Okay, what trash do you need to take out? Okay, what happened this week? Oh, well, I was in the hospital. Yeah, that's scary. That was not fun. Bless my mother-in-law. She literally drove up and was like, I'm going to take your kids because you won't rest. Yeah. You won't do anything. Jackson and I just for three days like Netflixed. We went to breakfast. We I, like slept on the couch. Staycation. I was just like, this is like a baby moon, but in our own house. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. So she took the kids out of the house. Yeah, she, she they live in Utah. Yeah. She drove up. It's like, you guys need to rest. You're Incredible. just exhausted. She was like, and my and my sister-in-law. They took my kids. They were so great. They took them to see Santa. Aww. Like took them Christmas shopping. I could have found a better family to That's marry amazing. into. I love them. Your house does feel like a freaking hotel when your children aren't in it. Like no, it's, it's like a like, resort. It's like I know. whoa. I just wish we would have had more sex. Because I'm like, <laughs> okay. we could be having okay. all the sex right now, and but like I'm bleeding, you know. I'm bleeding. And Is that so attractive, can't. honey? <laughs> well, I have no sex drive. Literally oh. none. Uh, okay, I literally found these pills on. Send them to me. <laughs> Send them to me. I'm thinking of you in my sleep and thinking about sex. Send them to me. Because in my next life, I think I want to be a sex therapist. You should. I have no reservations talking about sex. I love yeah. talking about it. And I like when I talked about it with people, I'm like, oh, sorry. I forget that that could Some be Some people like, don't like it. Yeah. Or like, oh, that might not be okay. But like, there's no barrier for me with talking about sex. But I found these libido vitamins okay. that I saw an influencer share. 
and she swears by them. So I was like, Josie needs these. No, I do. Because I said last, was it my last solo that I said that I have no sex drive? And it's like recent. Like Mm -hmm. I usually have a very normal sex drive. Yeah. Like I'm repulsed just like thinking of like sex. Like I'm like, I do not care to be touched at all. I could watch the hottest makeout scene on television. I wouldn't even be a little wet. Not even a little. <laughs> I have zero sex drive. Dry as a clam zero. down there. Dry. Are clams dry? I don't care. Actually, actually clams eat. are kind of moist, oh, aren't they? Okay. But isn't that a saying? Is it I'm not? As, I'm as dry as a Wheat Ritz. Uh, not Ritz cracker. What's that one <laughs> cracker that's super... Saltines. Oh, yeah. I'm as dry a as a saltine salty. cracker. Have you been to a hormone doctor? No, I need to. Biorestoration yeah. where I do my yeah. trisepatide. Yeah. They do hormone stuff. So I need to schedule that. I, I had it scheduled uh-huh. and then I forgot I was going to New York and so I had to reschedule and it's been like whole thing yeah but I'm sure my hormones are so off a million percent they say like after your baby it takes like 12 to 18 months to get back to feeling even somewhat close to normal yeah. and you're breastfeeding are you done no, no you're done no. I'm not like you I'm not one of the lucky ones that like oh, breastfeeding we've talked about goes yeah well. we haven't talked um, about it I've listened to yes. you talk about it yeah no, no no I lasted with this with banks I lasted five days got mastitis and I said oh. eh. I'm if done. you get mastitis one time, any mom will understand. I'm done. Yeah. Well, and I just knew that like with my past babies, it never worked out well. Yeah. So I was like, if I'm already at this point, yeah, my mental health Don't cannot stress yourself. keep going. I wish I could breast. I wish yeah. breastfeeding was something I did, yeah. but it's not. So yeah, no, I went on trisepatite at like five weeks Do you think trisepatite could be a side effect of having no sex drive? Yes. No, for a thousand percent. Oh. A thousand percent. See, but I'm like so vain i'm like i might be rather be skinny first before <laughs> no. i had to have sex no right Sorry, well even even caleb was like yeah it's your shot and i'm like no shit like i know it's my shot i'm not yeah. gonna not take it like, like well i'll get to a good place where i feel good and then we'll revisit yeah, no just give a good handy once yeah. in a while no you know? that's well like i like to have sex because yeah. i feel like we're connected is that so, your like, love language is physical touch it used to be yeah not anymore so now yeah. i'm like having to force it but I'm doing it because I love him. Yes. And I'm like, I want that connection. Yeah. So we're going to do it. But like, yeah. okay, ask so, me the last time I had an orgasm. Oh. Couldn't tell you. Really? No, like I. Listen, I listened I to the, the episode with you and Rachel Marcel. Maybe you need to get a pillow out. And just no, give maybe a little... I need to get a pillow. But that's like, if even my cock ring isn't doing the job, mm. I don't think anything will yeah. do the job. It's probably your hormones. And then no, it, it sucks because women are like, I feel like we're so much in our head. So mental. And then it's like, we like go through these like thought loops and then we can't pull ourselves away. And then it's just like, don't even, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. yeah no. so, but that's great that you have high sex drive and you're over here just <laughs> pregnant, bleeding, like <laughs> stick it in me, Jackson. I don't, I feel like I'm the more of the man in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm just trying to be respectful. I'm like, disrespect me. Take <laughs> advantage. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love him. Have sex with you all the time. Sorry, Jackson. Oh, that's cute. I love that for you guys. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of my trash. Oh, I had an interesting conversation at my husband's Christmas party. Uh-huh. I was gonna talk about this with Riley, but I'm like, uh, Riley's at a different phase of life. I'm gonna yeah. talk about this with somebody else. Okay. Um, and I don't think this person meant any shade or anything uh-huh. at all. They're like the cutest, nicest person. But they have a they just had their baby. Mm-hmm. And she was like talking to me about how she's been wanting like something. She's like kind of wants to go back to work or whatever. And she's looking at me, talking to me. And she goes, have you ever wanted to get a job? (laughs) And I was like, bitch, what do you think? You're like, I have a podcast. Excuse me. That is a job. Do you think, do you think I just shit out episodes? (laughs) Do you think I just take a bar and an episode comes out? the most frustrating thing about like, or like when people like, oh, 
you're a vlogger. Like I could be a vlogger. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll do it. I'm like, do it. Start no. a channel. Do I it. go for was it. So taken back because she was, she's the sweetest person. So I know she yeah. didn't mean anything by no, it, but totally. I was like, do you think I just like sneezed and got 15,000 followers on Instagram? Right. Like I'm had to start from zero, zero. Yeah. Do you think I just, just this just happened the, overnight? Like I no, this is a job. This yeah. I make money. This is yeah. a job. This is I a think job. The people who get even it, if I didn't it. make money, this is a job. Yeah, <laughs> this is a job. It's one of those things you just have to laugh at. Because is she young? She's my age. Young. You're young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're twenty. I say we're like 20, we're the same. We're Twenty-eight. Age. Yeah, Shit, I'm old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's one of those things where like you just have to laugh because you're like the people who get it, get it. And the people who don't, yeah. don't. Cause I've so many times in my like career, like whatever people are like, Oh, that's like, it's almost it's like cute. condescending. Like, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. You post pictures of yourself. I like, love oh, that you have that. That's cute. You know? And you're just like, you don't even know. And yeah. it's fine. That's it's, fine. I talked about it with Lex Levin, uh, Justin oh, Lala. Yeah. And she was saying how people in her hometown still don't understand that like yeah. she's a multi-million dollar business. Like she's freaking such a baddie. I love no, her. No, but it's just so interesting how sometimes people don't understand, like, yeah. no, this is real. Like, or like real. people are like, is it so nice you're married and like you have Jackson? I'm like, You're like, like, I'm, like he's like the money maker. I'm like, you? like, no offense. He does like, make he great money. money. But like I want to like, make Like if some anything too. happened, I could fully fully take care of our family yeah. you know like and people just are like oh what do you do like oh yeah 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 no no it was it was so very... you just have to like give them grace and it's just yeah. like one of those things where you're like oh. i was like interesting yeah i was like mm -hmm. okay i'll Moving let you on. know when i get a real career <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll let you know like i was just like what are you what yeah, yeah what i know and like then when you do, you do explain it to people who don't get it and they still are just like deer in the headlights you're like you just yeah. don't get it it's fine i was like it's i spend fine. over probably 20 hours no, plus you? a week like what from what? somebody on the side who knows like the editing and like pumping out endless content and having yeah. the energy to like even your solos, like when like guests just yeah. are in a good it's headspace, you know? Yeah. When guests just canceled two yeah. hours prior. I almost wanted to text you and be like, sorry, Joe, so I'm just not in a good headspace. I just can't right I now. I wanted to see what you yeah. would say and be like, I would have been like, all right, another solo in the book. You idiot. Good thing you we had what? Riley on. We almost named, I love the name Josie. I love the name Josie well, I mean, too. No, I wanted to name Joey Josie, but Jackson has like the biggest family. And of course there's like a there's cousin or Josie. And he loved it too. He's like, no, my cousin's daughter is named Joe. I'm like, damn it. Damn it. But I thought that was a funny no, Josie. Josie's a good name. I like that name. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was some trash. I have other trash. Do you have other trash? Uh, Do you, what kind of show trash are you into right now? Did you watch Selling Sunset? Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot stand Chriselle. Okay. Well, but I used to love her. Chriselle used, I, Chriselle was on my shit list for a minute. Uh huh. Now Amanza. A man. I have still, you watched the reunion? Yeah. I, I feel like she took a lot of unnecessary hate. And I feel like she's always, maybe I have a special place in my heart for her. Yeah, she's a single do. mom. She was a, yes, she's a single mom. But I feel she's like been she's always been very genuine. See, I feel like she is kind of a mess. I feel like she's very yeah. unpredictable. Like the video that she made at the dinner table. But don't you feel like they were forcing her into it? No. Don't you feel like they're like, if you're going to talk shit, then you need to do it to her. Like, yeah. they were like pressuring her. So she, then she was like, it probably wasn't carried out the best by doing it in like yeah, a cheeky no, video. No, no, no. But I kind of felt like they were putting that on her. Like, if you're going to be talking like this, you need to do it in front of True. Chrishell. So then she like thought she would But she's also herself. a single mom grown ass woman. Yeah. I don't know. I just... My my you, views so have funny. changed. So wait, you love Chriselle? I don't love Chriselle. Let's yeah. not get too nice here. I don't love Chriselle. It, but I think I hate Amanda more than Chriselle. Really? Yeah. It bugged me so bad when Chriselle was so mean to that. Is it Nicole? 
girl, oh, Nicole. She's like, you rearrange your face. Yeah, I'm no, like, that was mean girl. You cannot act mean like that girl. if you've had a lick of Botox or any, like, what? that's unnecessary and yeah. so immature. Mean like, girl. when she said that, I was just kind of like, Well, Chriselle's naturally pretty. Like, she doesn't so have veneers. Yeah. She's the only one that doesn't have veneers. Yeah. She's the only one who probably doesn't have a nose job. Yeah. And so her saying that was kind of like, well, that was rude because, like, yeah. She wasn't born with your That could face. be trash we take out. I've been wanting to talk about plastic surgery and Let's like the scale it. of it for so long because I feel like I'm very open to it. Yeah. But I'm so worried to put that out there because there's so many people who are so against it, like any form of it. But here's the thing. I look at beauty treatments on a scale. Like if you use teeth whitening toothpaste, this is like very low yeah. end of like a beauty treatment. But that is something that like you're doing to alter or change what you're not happy with. Yeah. Right. Or like getting braces like that. I know that that could be like for other reasons, like your bite down the road, True. your teeth, whatever. A broken nose. You want it like deviated septum. Deviated septum. But you do have a cute nose. So you're not going to go in and change that. I don't, I don't want that. them to change anything. Just but like can women just stop telling other women what to do and what to do with your body and what to feel good about and what not to feel good about? Like no, why can't we just be like – like how long have women been told and molded and formed and changed to be in a certain light or like, and I know that sounds hypocritical because I know there's so much pressure to look a certain way. So then we do feel like we have to change yeah. to be like loved, but like genuinely I've always been so attracted to boobs. Like always. I yeah. love pretty boobies, that like nice round, pretty boobies. Yeah. And if you didn't have those, and you wanted to get those, like, why would other women be mad at you for yeah. that? Because you're like, I get it. You're conforming to like what everyone else is doing. So but it's it, changing. Like, if none of us did it, would we all feel confident with our bodies? Yeah. But, you know, so I can, I truly can see both yeah, sides. Yeah, I see both sides. But, but I'm I just like, think, it's your body. Yeah. Like, or why do people get so mad if you do want to change something about yourself? Because it makes you feel more confident. Yeah. I think women start to feel like, maybe they feel like, oh, okay, so she's doing that to feel more confident. So, no, so I should do I it. have to do that. It's like, no. And maybe then that doesn't what makes reflect them... on you. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I got a breast reduction. Uh -huh. Best thing I ever did. Yes. Now I have like smaller boobs. Uh -huh. And now I have a love for small boobies. And you love them. I remember you were like cooking and story yeah, and, and you was, like felt so confident. I'm I was like, like, this is great. But other women don't want small boobs. They want yeah. like the big honkers. And I'm like, yeah. love that for them. But just because like I have a friend, mm -hmm. she got her boobs done. They're beautiful, massive porn porn star titties. Yeah. That's what she wanted. That yes. is what she asked her doctor yeah. for. Would I get that? No. No. But seeing her get them didn't make me go, oh, freak, maybe I should get implants. Yeah. No, I was like, oh, well, I like my little cute baby yeah. ones now. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like you feeling good in your own, sorry. Yeah. Feeling confident in where you're at. And if like a nose job made you feel confident or laser hair removal made you feel confident, like let's just let ourselves feel good about ourselves, whatever that looks yeah. like. Not no plastic surgery or plastic surgery. Well, I think it says a lot about the other person than it does the person getting surgery. Yeah. Because they obviously aren't happy with something they have yeah. and they are either too scared or they can't afford it or mm -hmm. there's a jealousy there that they want to change something, but they aren't or they can't yeah. or they don't or like, think they could. Think about your daughter, right? Yeah. Like we see our daughters and I'm like, you're the most beautiful, perfect thing. And if yeah. she came to me and was like, I want to get a boob job, I think part of me be like, no, you're perfect. You're beautiful. Like you're like, I can see yeah. that side. And then part of me be like, if you're really struggling with that and that's something that you really want, like, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, 
Not when you're I don't know. 16, though. <laughs> maybe when you're like 25 or yeah, 30 maybe or like whatever. Down the road. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a little early. Hopefully not. Yeah, I'm like, no. please appreciate, though. I always tell people this. I'm like, when they're like, I don't know if I want to start having babies. I'm like, go take off all your clothes. Take pictures. Go look at yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself how long you want to maintain looking like that. Because after you have one baby, I don't know. Some people. But that's the thing. Some people, they don't change. Oh, um, so Kylie Kadich, I love her. She was on the podcast. Uh-huh. And she did a TikTok where she was saying that people would always scare her and say, oh, your body's going to change. Your body's going to change. And she, she probably got hotter. And she hated that because yeah. after the baby, she loved her body even more. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that for you. I but do. that is not what happened to me. I know, and I, I think everybody's story of their postpartum and how they feel journey. after is valid. If you feel like your body changed in a negative way, that is okay. Yeah. Give like, let like people feel the way they everybody should have their voice. Same like with postpartum, with surgery, with whatever it is. Yeah. We all look at ourselves differently. Right. So if we feel a certain way about ourselves, that that's what we need to work on. I wish I could feel that. (laughs) I literally just look at my boobs in the bathtub right now. I'm like, they're gorilla titties. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And I would love to change them. That's that's what my boobies did look like. Yeah, and I was I was miserable, and it wasn't even like physical. It like mentally was yeah. like draining, like trying to think of outfits or bras or no, yes. things I could do. Like some things made me look bigger, and I it wasn't because I was bigger. It was because of my boobs. Totally, like, that's yeah. And my boobs are. I'm literally a 34 I. Like when I got sized, and she was like an I. I'm like like A B C D E F G H I ice cream I. Like I think what? you're making this up. And she's yeah. like, no, you are. Like and then when my milk comes in, it's just. Oh. Oh, like, I can only imagine. Yeah. When the milk comes in. I just wish it was a fair playing field. Listen, if we're all going to be women and pregnant and go through these things, like either we all got to get stretch marks or none of us. <laughs> right? Like it's not fair if you like bounce back with a six right? pack and I'm over here looking like a kitty post with all the stretchies. Like, you know? what? That just doesn't seem fair. That <laughs> doesn't seem fair. I love where body like, like body love and like that yeah. whole empowerment of your body and like where it's at is going. I am not that courageous because I look at those women that like showing their stretch marks, showing their tummies, showing their skin. I'm like, you're freaking hot. Good for you. I love that you love yourself. I am not in that space. Yeah. I wish I could be, but I think we have like a good mix. But yeah, the whole like plastic surgery thing, it's like something that's been on my mind. And I'm like, can women just stop with like being told what to do in any sense? You know, just do it. If you guys want the boob job, get the boob job. If you don't want the boob job, don't get it. If you want to get a labaplasty where you cut off your vagina, do it. Oh, would you rather get your labia shut in a cabinet door? How long is my labia? (laughs) Like it just gets a little slammed or zipped up in a zipper. Oh, I'm trying oh. to think of a pain. Oh, the door inflicted. before the zipper because it's or ha- because I've got a pubic hair zipped in a zipper and that bitch hurts. Oh, <laughs> I get. I don't wear underwear, Carly. Fun fact about me: same um, underwear sucks. I don't wear underwear because I was a thong girly and uh-huh. then I got married to the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Day yeah. Saints. I got married to the temple. Uh-huh. Had to wear garments. Hated wearing garments, so I said not wearing these. They're but so I hard. threw away all my thongs. So then I was just like, YOLO. I won't wear underwear. It's been seven years. I still love, don't wear underwear. Yeah, I either have garments or no nothing. Yeah, nothing. yeah. If I'm in a dress, I'll wear like uh like, like spanks yeah. or something. Some sexy spanks. But you will not catch me in jeans, leggings, sweatpants Without with underwear. Yeah. No, I don't wear underwear. Same. Uh, occasionally, like if we're on the period, if if things are leaking, <laughs> we'll throw on some granny panties. Yeah, but I'm not. It's I the don't older like you get, the more you'll understand the value of comfort. It's so important. Yeah. You got to be comfortable. It's so important. Yeah. Uh, some other things that are really important to me that I need to talk about for trash is I have a, a new obsession. Uh-huh. People who listened 
from the very beginning, I was obsessed with um, sweet tart ropes, those oh, candies. Yeah, yeah. My new obsession uh-huh. is much healthier, kind of. Uh, Quaker's caramel rice thins, oh. those little circle rice, rice cakes. cakes. Yes. But, but they call them rice crisps is what they call them because okay, they're so smaller. They're you know how some people on their nightstand, they have like a ton of water bottles? Uh-huh. I have a ton of empty bags of caramel <laughs> rice crisps. Like if you went out there right now, there's four bags, four bags, empty bags. It's like I sleep eat. Like I, I wake up, I go downstairs, I grab a full ass family, family size, size. bag. I crisp. eat that whole well, also entire thing. the texture thing. is addicting. It's so good. And yeah. somebody was saying that it might be an Ozempic thing. Like I was just going to say, it's probably from your like... Because it's like salty, but sweet. And it like gives that satisfaction. Because yeah. when you're on Trisepatite and Ozempic, like sweet things aren't that good to you. Uh-huh. But like popcorn and rice cakes are very yeah. good. Well, and if they're caramel, they're crunchy, yes. they're sweet, and they're salty. Yes. So it's like you're hitting all your bases. Oh my gosh. I... Love. Take every single one of the store. I cleared them out. <laughs> like if you go to your local Harmon Smiths and they're gone, Just chances see. are I drove to Wait, your hometown to get we them. We need to get them to be a freaking sponsor on this <laughs> podcast. Please. Dear. Quaker. Quaker Oats. <laughs> if you are listening, Quaker Oats, we, please you could sponsor do like podcast. A full ASMR of just eating it into your mic. Oh, you know, like the crunch. I would. Yeah. And then I'd show my feet too, like if they wanted that. Like whatever they <laughs> want, I will do. I'd swipe up. I will I'd do pay for that episode. Free <laughs> rice crisps for life. <laughs> But it has to be caramel. I don't like any of the other flavors. The Only caramel. I tried the apple cinnamon barf. Uh-huh. Sorry, Quaker. I tried the cheddar. Tastes like diarrhea. Not diarrhea. Throw up. I've never uh, okay. tried diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> like you have some explaining. To you pieces uh, of shit for breakfast. Yeah. Well, I did get pink eye, so oh, it's obviously on is, my hands occasionally. Wait, is that what that's from? Is yeah, pink eye is when you get feces in your eyeball. That's explaining a lot. I mean. Have you ever heard the saying of if you fart on someone's pillow, they'll get pink eye? That's what your that's what like, Pedro did to you. Yeah. He, yeah. He farted in no, a blanket. No, it. what really happened was somebody gave my kid pink eye. Somebody oh. wasn't washing their hands after they pooped, and touched then, my baby. Yeah. Could have been me. I don't know. Because then pink the pink eye, eye is actually contagious. Like yes, the pink if, eye. If if you t- so like if I have pink eye and I'm touching my eye a ton. And then I touch this. And then I And then touch. you touch that and you touch your eye, uh-huh. you have a high chance. Yeah. But with adults, it's really hard to spread because usually adults are pretty good at not like Be touching clean. their eye and then touching yeah. something. Yeah. But kids, yeah. they're touching their eye, yeah, they're licking their mom, fingers, they're sucking their toes. Everywhere. Like yeah. it's inevitable. It's everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how we went from Quaker Oats to pink eye, but that <laughs> happened. Songs. That happened. Many, um, we've covered many bases. Any other trash you want to talk about? Good, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think. Oh, there's a new movie on Netflix. Uh-huh. I watched it last night. It's called Leave the World Behind. Oh, Julia Roberts. Yes. Ever, is it scary? It is so weird. It's because people are saying that it's like so good, but I it's I don't not do scary. scary. It's intense. I would. It's basically the world's ending. Okay. I don't want to give too much away. Right. But it's scary because it looks like it could actually happen. Oh. Like it's not a zombie apocalypse. It's yeah. not something like that. Like this is actually could happen end of the world it's basically they ha- they didn't really narrow down who they thought it was but it was either russia china um hacked oh, the our, so we're currently living yeah like they <laughs> hacked everything they they got rid of our sal- sal- satellites. satellites yeah so we had no service we had nothing and they were basically trying to kill us all i'm mm. not gonna give too much away but like i like those movies though because like it's not like, 
you know, you know, like a horror film you yeah. leave with like a fear. Like it's like yeah. no resolve. It's just like, like scary. Yeah. And yeah. Satan wasn't present in this movie, yeah. which felt good. Yeah. Horror movies. I'm always like, oh my gosh, Satan's coming. <laughs> oh gosh, the devil. Anyway, spirits. Ghost spirits. <laughs> scary, scary. No, this isn't like that kind yeah. of scary. It's just like intense and also scary because it could actually happen. Yeah. Which made me need to like amp up my food storage, which no. I should be better. Yeah, I mean, those movies have like motivate me. I'm like, I could do this. Like oh, I would scavenge. I would, you know. Like, after watching Walking Dead, I purchased, which Walking Dead is zombies. Like that's right. not going to happen. I purchased five of those giant water barrel tanks, but have I filled them up? <laughs> they are empty in my storage Listen, unit. You have time to fill your lamp with oil. Okay. <laughs> but you have to like put certain, you have to like rinse it out. You have to put like chlorine in it. And then you have to, I'm like, can I just fill Wait. it up with my tap water? Can I, I would rather have Diet Coke because that shit never goes bad. You can drink that for it 50 won't be years. fizzy though. It's fine. It's not it'll, gonna go bad. It will go bad. Coke goes bad. But diet aspartame is a life I preserver. I don't know. But the water situation, I'm like, yeah, cool. If anybody wants these giant right. empty water cans, <laughs> I should. We'll get it together. I one should day. probably fill up. If, if the world ended right now, if we were stuck in my house right now, uh-huh. we would be living off of tuna. Because I have lots of tuna. Quaker? Well, we have the rice crisp, but I only bags. have one bag left. So that's going in the first hour. I feel hour. like you're going to kill for that. So Oh, somebody tries to steal that? <laughs> I'm sure there's done. in my bag somewhere. There's done. probably like gushers. Yeah. We, ha- we have like cracker. gum. But like that, I think my my house right now would probably last us like 30 days. Yeah. What your neighbors got though. If I'll kill for us. I know. Right. Right. <laughs> no, nice. No, we, we got some, we got some, probably some good food storage across the street that we could hack yeah. into. Oh yeah. We're in Mormonville. We, yeah. We, everyone we is prepared. Actually, but it's funny because my, my area where uh-huh. my homes are, where my homes are, my homes, <laughs> I have my homies, my homes. where my house is, the people around me are actually not even from Utah. They're not Mormon. Uh huh. So like both people next to me are a retired couple. So they yeah. probably have no fucking food storage. They're like, if the world ends, take me. I'm good. Yeah. I'm old. But I'm they done. got meds. They probably do have some oxycodone. If I want to fuck up. You're like, I'll trade your rice Quaker for a pill. That's a Just good one. trade. Yeah. Just one. Um, and then the other people, they're from like New Jersey. Like, so I only have one Mormon around me. Oh, you're going so, down. But they're like Mormon, Mormon. Like oh, then 12 kids. Like they probably have a full on bunker. I would have loved to do like they have five kids. They have so many. Because the other day, this lady is at Costco. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she has so many kids. Like, Kids is a I lot counted of kids. and I was like, shit, that's how many I'm going to have. I'm going to have five kids. No, five kids is a lot of kids. Yeah. That's, that's that, you're going to have a family of seven. I know. We're, we're not anywhere close Hi, to one-on-one welcome defense. to Chili's. How can I help you? Can I have a table of seven? <laughs> I know. We're not going anywhere. I'm never well, going to the grocery store. Pocatello has no restaurants. You won't even have to worry, yeah. worry yeah, about that. It's fine. You won't worry about that at all. <laughs> drive throughs only, Pocatello. Yeah. Jack of the box? <laughs> yeah. We've gone from classy to not classy anymore. Classy to trashy. We have a lot of children, a lot of diapers, you know. Yeah. It's fine. I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay. (laughs) It's time for Trash Topic Can, though. Are you ready? Yes. Trash Topic Can is brought to you by Road to Baby. Did you know that one in eight people in the U.S. alone struggle with infertility and have difficulties growing their family? The team at Road to Baby understand the pain and frustration that can come with infertility, and they are there to help you navigate that often bumpy road to parenthood. Road to Baby is a surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation agency based out of San Diego, California, who connects those in need with surrogates, egg donors, and sperm donors to help them grow their family. Road to Baby believes in fairly compensating those who make these dreams of parenthood come true. First-time surrogates working with Road to Baby receive a minimum of $56,000 for their incredible dedication. 
Egg donors are generously compensated at $10,000 per donation, and sperm donors each earn $5,000 for their first donation. If you've ever considered becoming a surrogate, egg donor, or sperm donor yourself, I encourage you to reach out to Road to Baby. You have the power to change lives and make parenthood dreams come true. And wait, there's more. If egg, surrogacy, or sperm donation isn't for you, but you know someone who might be a perfect fit, you can earn $1,000 in referrals for egg and sperm donors and $6,000 or more per surrogate referral. If you or someone you know is struggling with infertility, remember that you are not alone. The experts at Road to Baby are there to help you navigate this often challenging path to parenthood. Their experience and guidance can make all the difference in your journey. Road to Baby exists to help growing families and creating a life-lasting connection and making dreams a reality. If you're ready to take that first step or just curious to learn more about the process, schedule a free consultation with Road to Baby. Visit www.roadtobaby.com. R-O-A-D-T-O-B-A-B-Y.com. Trash Topic Can is also brought to you by Babe Original. Babe Original has become my holy grail of products that I use. If you followed me for a while, you know I took off my eyelash extensions and now I am eyelash extension free, rocking my natural lashes, and they have grown so freaking long because of Babe Original's essential lash serum. 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 But truly, I'm obsessed. So when I found out that they had a densifying hair serum for my hair, because y'all know I'm balding, you know I got some. And I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I've really actually noticed a difference, which I'm not surprised because I trust them with my lashes, so obviously I'm going to trust them with my hair. This highly requested serum supports a healthy scalp and encourages the appearance of denser and longer hair over time. This product is suitable for all hair types, and it comes in a three-month supply. Nine out of ten users noticed a healthier scalp and longer-looking hair after use. So if you want to try it, you have to go and use my code because you're going to save 15% off with Weekly Trash 15 at babeoriginal.com. Use it for your hair products, your lash products. Even their lip mask is my favorite. I use it probably five times a day, maybe more. I have one in my car. I have one down here in the podcast studio, and I have one by my bedside. I use it constantly. All their products are amazing. I'm a huge fan of Babe Original, and I'm so grateful for this code because I personally use it all the time. So weekly trash 15 for 15% off all the products at babeoriginal.com. Riley, when she picked, she picked a sex question on accident. Oh, I hope Maybe I do. you get the sex one. Cause you love talking about sex, sexy time, sex, baby. Most <laughs> did you 100% most underrated sex position. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is what Riley picked. And she was like, mm, she's can't like, answer. when you have jeans on, it's not as comfy <laughs> as leggings and sweats when it's you dry. Weird. It's crazy. I love that for her. Good for her. No, she's um, the cutest. She is so sweet. I liked that episode. Um, you liked or you loved uh, five stars. <laughs> tweeted it out thank you retracting my sorry <laughs> how dare loved. you say like <laughs> Ew. you love you obsessed over yeah, it got a little yeah. sweaty over it yeah i love it um okay most under or most underrated underrated but here's the thing sex is like everyone is so different yeah and i hate giving advice for sex because like you have to try things you have to be yeah. vulnerable you have to be uncomfortable like i am not a sex in the shower girly same. I don't think it feels I hate good. It. 
It's like fun and sexy and like gets the mood going. You have water in your face. <laughs> one of you's cold. The other one's hot. Yes. <laughs> Switch. Like, yeah. Give me Flip. some water. <laughs> yeah. um, there's toys you're stepping yeah. on. Um, because like some people love shower sex. I'm like, I'm yeah. not a shower sex girl. If I weighed a hundred pounds and Caleb could hold me up oh, against the wall, same. maybe I would if like If you weighed a hundred pounds, I will punch you. If I weighed a hundred pounds, I have anorexia and send me We're to worried. the doctor We're because I haven't weighed a hundred pounds fiery. since I was five. <laughs> So, getting you off the rice cakes if you get down to 100 so, i will never be 100 pounds i was just throwing she out numbers to say like a good one like a good solid weight 100 pounds for my height <laughs> and my body that's not happening i'm like thinking of you being skeletal no like he will I break would be, you i would be sick yeah. i would be sick so okay but we have discovered <laughs> we're going into this okay mom yeah. sorry so it's like you're spooning Oh, yeah. But then he flips you over. Because Jackson does jujitsu. So sometimes he gets fancy. <laughs> okay. Like, ow, you're locking my leg in. Like in the, in the bedroom. Out. Okay. Yeah. So we're spooning. And so then he butt like, is towards weenie. Yeah. Bum to bum, bum to, to bum pull, to W. Hold to pull. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> spooning. He flips you over. Okay. Your legs are open. Okay. He's behind you, but his arm is in front. I need a diagram. Let's <laughs> let's lay down. I'll okay. show you. Oh, I can't. Like, this will okay, be very okay, awkward. Okay, okay. Spooning. But he's like back behind you and then like you're flipped over and basically, okay. but then he can like touch you from the front as he's like okay. in behind you. And, but okay. then his other arm can like touch your boobs. Like it's just, and you feel close, you know? Okay. Yeah. But you're not spooning anymore. You're just, but that's how you initiate it. Yeah. It's just hard right now because I'm so pregnant. I'm like, I know I'm squishing your balls yeah. off right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 But he seems to enjoy that. That's okay. worked for us. Yeah. That's a good one. Where I like on top too, but I feel like I have a sensitive cervix. So if I'm pregnant, I will always bleed. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's always a little freaky. Because, yeah, it's under, fine. Underrated but... for me is just easy peasy girl on top. Yeah. I think it's how I, it's the only way I orgasm. On top? On top. Yeah. I like to be in control. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> um, Weird. Like, I'm sure Pedro does not mind. No, he's he like, does. be no, in control. He I doesn't mind. Like, when I'm tired, I'm like, okay, you can be on top. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. Like, he doesn't really want to do all the work. Yeah. yeah. So it's great. But, um, you know, on top uh-huh. is my underrated. I feel like people want to get crazy and like do crazy yeah. stuff. And that might work for some people. But totally. for me, the crazier it is, the more mental warfare is going yeah. on in my head. That's the same. Like, I think because I'm so open and like inappropriate, yeah. people think we probably have this like wild sex life and all these sex yeah, Do you I'm use like, handcuffs? No. Okay. You? No, but I have a funny story. Oh, let's hear it. When we were moving from our old house, they were in my bedroom. It was like the last place they were moving all of our furniture. And I was in my closet, like cleaning like the floorboards and like whatever. And the two mover guys were in the bedroom and they were like taking our bed apart. And I hear, um, ma'am from the next room. And I think to myself, like, shit, like, what was that? What they're was on that? the bed. But I'm like, I know we don't, we're like, we don't use anything. Like yeah, we no use whips. lube maybe. No, yeah. like we're kind of vanilla, but we have such good sex. So I'm like, it works. He's like, I think these are yours. And just hearing him say that, I was like, ew, it's going to be like a pair of garments, like big white garments or <laughs> like, like a skin mark on underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Something like just like not sexy. Yeah. And he pulls out and he's like, or he, I come around the corner and he like hands me these handcuffs. He's like, I think these are yours. He's like young, like 18. And I, my face is red. He has a boner. The while first he thing I know, you. he like puts it around. He's like, these are <laughs> yours. Carly, too far. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you didn't. You know, like, and his face is red. And I, of course, the first thing I'm like, those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> but they legitimately, I'm like, and it felt weirder to be like, they're my daughters. She's five. <laughs> 
she was like was like loved playing cops yes. and literally they were not mine not that i wouldn't use them yeah but you could then be like, you just incriminate yourself and you're like that's not mine yeah yeah because then he was like i don't care it's like, here you go <laughs> but then i was like should i be using you're these? like these are a toy yeah but not a sex toy but they're my kids toys <laughs> and then i just got weirder i was like i'll just shut up right She's now like, this is for a halloween costume <laughs> he's like prop thought it was hot yeah whatever no, you should use him. them pull them out i know but then i would be like the idiot who would like couldn't find the key or something yeah and, you get locked yeah. you get trapped yeah or like foreplay yeah you know let's go back to underrated under foreplay is great or what about like just making out like when's the last time you and your husband just i know you call it out? levi lovin but durfin is underrated yeah dry humping put on your gray sweatpants i will 100 yeah. percent. i love that me and kylie kata just talked about that we said durfin is better than sex Oh, I maybe not far, far. <laughs> but like to, I'm like Durfin's hot because it's like you can't but you d- yeah You're like oh mm-hmm. like oh we can't yeah. go all the way so let's just yeah there was this couple's book I wish I could remember it and she was talking about like the whole concept of the book is like to reignite your like spice with your husband okay, yeah and she says like you go through these phases where you can only do certain things but you have oh, to make okay. an effort to do them so like the first week you only can make out but you have to make out like intentionally turn on a song make out but that's all you can do okay the next week you can take it a little farther hands but clothes are still on making out touching whatever derfing i'm sure derfing and then the next week it's like foreplay but you can only have foreplay and it's like supposed to be like building so if you're at a lull in your marriage maybe you could try that like only make out you know yeah that's like like our marriage is great i have no sex drive yeah so i don't even know if that would work yeah i'd probably be like oh we only have to make out this week thank the lord (laughs) Like, oh, good. Like, oh, oh I love this. Oh. Pedro's like, you're never having that friend. Don't forget. She gave you the worst advice. Like, Kylie said this we can week, only hold hands. This and week, read. we can only wave. Yeah. <laughs> Text. That's it. Hey, good night. Just See for the week. You. Don't worry. Yeah. Next week, you can call. Yeah. Next week, I'll fist bump you on the way out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I need... I'm going to take those libido vitamins, though. Yeah, I'm going to send them to you. You're going to go to your people. Yes, my bioregistration shout Shout out. I'm going to go to them. They're yeah. going to check me out. They're going to be like, girl, I don't even know hormones. Like I am always like, oh yeah, I probably need testosterone. I'm like, do I though? What even is that? Yeah, you might. Or I, cause I, after I had Lenny, I remember feeling so off and I felt like I couldn't lose weight. And so I went to, I ended up going to an endocrinologist and I was like, run a full panel. Like, I just want to know where I'm at. And I was low on testosterone. And I remember she's like, gave me this like deodorant looking thing. And it was like, oh, I thought you'd be like a dildo. The way she's like, his- this is why. Yeah. That's a gluck gluck if anyone yeah. knows. Shut up. Do you know what that is? A gluck gluck? We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's on the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. It's like this deodorant cream and you had to twist it like okay. that. And you was like, you rub it on your leg and it was supposed to like. Oh, okay. Pick up your testosterone level levels. Yes, I've actually heard of this. She promised me I'd be so horny and I didn't do anything. She's like, this is going to, because I felt the same way. I was like, I just have no like energy or like desire. Yeah. I just kind of felt like, well, yeah. And I don't think it really did anything. Yeah. Because for me, we're just like talking about my sex life right now. Sorry, babe. I, um, <laughs> we love you. Um, we're trying to get Josie in a good spot for yeah. you, okay? No, like for me, the one thing that always, always would get me horny is if we snuggled on the couch and we yeah. like snuggled. Time together. Like, get intimate. Yeah. I feel, I feel him close. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, get away from me. Like, I yeah. don't care to snuggle. Now it's like the other way. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just like that, like when you're married, it sucks because you miss all that like kissing, making yes. out. And sometimes it's like you're in bed and you just like 
jump into it and you're like wait I miss all the yes. other stuff leading up to- and usually once if we're if I tell him let's snuggle on the couch he knows what's going down that night he knows uh-huh. like oh we're gonna snuggle and we usually snuggle the entire show or the entire yeah. movie yeah we don't do any other things we just snuggle yeah and that gets me like well, Pedro excited. cannot wait because he's like, I know what's coming at he's, the end. He's at like, the ending he's like, for me. oh, we should just watch the 30 minute, the 30 minute show. Like, <laughs> we don't need to watch a full movie. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah, no. I just loved you. But yeah, we watched that movie last night. It was two and a half hours long. And I was like, let's snuggle, hoping that it would like get me Help. in the zone. Um, spoiler alert, it didn't. But we did have sex because like yeah. I am a. I'm a loving human and I was like, you deserve it. Well, and sometimes you just need that physical. Like, okay, so but when the you bonding. start having sex, like, can you get there? No. Like, do you get in the mood at all or it's just no. literally? That's hard. It's, I am numb. That's hard. I am numb. And then Caleb's like, well, I don't want to do it if you don't yeah. want to do it. Because well, no one should feel like, like, I hate that, like, idea of, like, I have to give my husband yes. sex. Or yeah. she, you know, like, and she whenever, has to And whenever I sex. say it, it's not like I have to. No. It's like, I want to give my husband that. Like, I yeah. want to feel that connection. Right. It's not because I think he needs it. Like, he's yeah. fine. You're, he's fine. Okay? He <laughs> You're a grown man. He does not need it. Okay? Yeah. Blue balls is not a thing, ladies. That is no? a myth. That's oh, a myth. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's what men made up to make us feel bad for not letting them finish. <laughs> it's a joke. I hate, men are dumb. But we're so dumber much. for believing it. Like, yes. no, guys. It's not real. It's not yes. real. But that's my sex life. <laughs> Listen, do you feel uh, like we can just talk about anything at this point? No, we really could. We really can. Like, what time is it? We could well, go I know. Forever. I feel like I... Sorry. We I feel like I've been forever. talking for so long. No, I love it. Did you feel good? Did you let out your trash? Do you feel yeah, good about it? I feel good about it. Okay. I feel like I probably have so much more trash and my ADD would like think of something. Oh, that... I'm sure. Oh, when... no. You were doing trash after Oh, should time. I do one too? Yeah. I'll do one too. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I hope it's a good dirty one. One thing you would never do. Oh. Probably drugs. You would never do drugs? No, I probably, because I think I would like it. Oh, have you ever drank? Because your ex was a drinker. Yes, I've had some good times. But you've never done any, like, drugs. Marijuana. No. You've never had, like, counter drugs? That's a little, I've never smoked weed. Okay. I think I've had, when I moved to California, I did have a couple bites of an edible. Okay. Mother effing bad experience. Yeah, the first time I always heard is bad. I hid in the closet and I thought I was gonna go to Just jail. Such bad anxiety. Oh, the police were coming for me. It was the worst. <gasps> Tasted terrible. I was like gagging it down, but I was like trying to be open because like I do think that medical marijuana is like such a breakthrough. Yeah. And I hate like the whole opioid, like I do think pills are so addictive. And so like yes. I'm not homeopathic by any means. Girl loves her Diet Coke. That is the furthest thing. Yeah. Like the episode with that cute pregnant girl, uh, Abby, that you yes, just Yes, Abby on. Payton. Oh, she's, she's like next talking level. about red dye five. Yeah. I was Red dye 40. 45. <laughs> I don't even know the name. <laughs> red dye five? 79, 24 oh, over. Um, yeah. I was literally sitting in the bathtub listening to your guys' pod and I was eating red vines and I literally was like hiding. I'm like, how does she know? No, right she, she scares me because she knows like... But so I love much about that. that stuff. And I'm like, I wish I cared. But if I if I did care, I think I'd be a nutcase. Same. Or it just feels very intimidating. Yeah. Like once you feel like there's one ingredient, it's like then you have to research all the ingredients. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of just being naive and being like, it's fine. But yeah. So No, it's not fine. It's killing all of us. <laughs> but like, YOLO. No, I believe. Yeah. So I'm like, I do believe in like more natural ways of like approaching things like if I have a headache I'm not one to be like oh I just need some medicine like I try not to take it you do the peppermint oil on the on the temples <laughs> yeah I'm like just you know give me all the oils yeah. or like I full-on will take an epidural I'm like hit it twice while you're back there yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. like I I do kind of like I'm like 
people were just so used to medicating in any sort of a sense that like we need to take a step back and like how is this really affecting us all and like food in America and the things that they let us have for sure I know is shit yeah but sometimes I'm like it just seems very overwhelming to try and like get that much into it so like like she said she's like I'm just trying to make better choices and like she's gotten to that point it seems like where she's She's very confident yeah like I think I'll get there one day maybe I don't know but you're not gonna do cocaine I mean, if you offered it to me right now, you said you would never do it. I don't think I would because I feel like it's like it, I think I would probably end up liking it. And I think I have an addictive personality. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I don't think I'll ever do it either. No. Cocaine? I don't think I'll. (laughs) Meth? Maybe. No. 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 No, I don't think I will. But like, I feel like that's, as a mother, I would hope that most moms wouldn't be like, "Mm, I'll try meth when my kids graduate. Like. (laughs) I was like, just trying to be dramatic as like, I usually am. I did say I would never get a tattoo. And Jackson and I got in a big fight in, that, in our marriage one time because he like has talked about getting tattoos. Yeah. Wait, don't I, you have one? I freaking got a tattoo. Wait, what? You, where? Oh, my neck. It's what a is hanger. it? Oh, look cute. I'll show you after. It's like just yes. like this little tiny hanger. But I was like, tattoos are so dumb. You're going to have it for the rest don't of your life. Don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. Like it's, you're going to be wrinkled. And one day you're going to have the grandma haircut. And I'm, you know, like yeah. you're going to see it. it's going to be all wrinkled. Like you're not going to care about that. And then I was like, you know what? Like it tells a this story. is so fun. It's just a chapter in my life. And like, if it comes down to like, you know, church, you know, Mormons mm-hmm. want to say like, you're not supposed to, I'm like, please tell me how a boob job, how microbladed eyebrows, how lip tattoos, yeah. how any of that is any different yeah. than getting a tattoo. Like, yeah. so, but I'm also pretty chill, you know, you're, you're We're like PG 13 Mormons. Gotcha. Jack Mormon. Yeah, sure. 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 I'll go to Starbucks before I go to Sacrament. <laughs> One million percent. Like, fine. Do I feel good about it? Yes. You don't feel guilty. Yeah, no. no. My thing I would never do, and I've I've talked about this before. <clears throat> I will never swallow semen. <laughs> I've never. That'll never, ever, ever happen. I hell would have to freeze Wait, over before I ever swallowed let's semen. Let's do it together. I will. <laughs> we just get a sample. We get a sample. We meet each other up. We sh- we cheers. No, no, Josie. No, get in the game. We will have a sexy date night. I. We will Carly, I will vomit profusely. <laughs> I will projectile Great. vomit. You have on my trash husband. cans here. <laughs> I like it would turn into a scene from Bridesmaids. <laughs> where it's coming out of me. <laughs> Just don't diarrhea on him. No, it'll be fine. I couldn't. I could never. I yeah. could never. I will never. I have a friend who's like she's one of my really close friends, and she she's like she's a germy. Like if we when we go travel together yeah, yeah, yeah. and I take a bath in the hotel bath. She's Sorry like, if that grosses you guys out. That is kind of gross. She, she's so repulsed by me. She's like, you just took a bath. I'm like, it's like, I I take a bath every night. It doesn't matter where you I'm do? at. You do? You're yes, a bath girl? I'm a bathy. You like to bathe in your filth? Yeah, That's well, I'm cute. not filthy because I'm so clean because I bath every day. <laughs> but you don't shower? I do. When I do the full, yeah, it's like a full thing. Okay. When you shave and like wash the hair. And but then like, you go take a bath after. No. If I'm oh, showering. You won't bath. It's to cleanse. Okay. If I'm bathing, it's, it's to soak. It's to, you know, but like I wash my face, but like I don't wash my hair every day. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, yeah. We're all, yeah. It's 2023. No one's washing their hair. It's like the trend now. Yeah. Oh, you have fleas around your head. Yeah. That's like the trend. Oh, I have dandruff everywhere. No, but I fine. like one of my goals for 2024. This is TMI. Sorry, husband. To You're going to love this. Semen? No, not exactly <laughs> that. I'm like, I want to give good, like get really good at blowjobs. Okay. Like not that I don't think I'm good, but you want to master them. Yeah, well, I feel like our what sex a hot life, life. 
You're welcome. My <laughs> resolutions for 2024 is to give the best blowjob. It is. I'm going to make a freaking graphic tee. It's going to sell out. Okay. Oh, I didn't think gosh. this through because I have no filter. No, I love it so much. I'm closing my eyes because I'm disappearing right really, now. Like it's a child. Fine. No, it's fine. No, I think because I've been pregnant for six years, honestly, yeah. off and on, I haven't felt like my sexy self. Yeah. And not that I've ever been like a confident girly, like... But I do miss that like connection and that like time with your husband. I think that's so important yeah. in a relationship. And so I'm like, okay, when I make New Year's resolutions goals, I try to like every aspect of my life, my marriage, finances, my jobs, personal, whatever. That was my marriage goal. Like I want to, maybe not specifically like blowjob Betty <laughs> yeah. expert over here. Yeah. Maybe you want to have me back at the end of 2024. Yeah. We'll, and see, I have how, all the... we'll see what kind of tools you got. But I was like, this would be like a fun, sexy thing to surprise my husband with. Like now he's listening to a podcast. Like, I down. really set the bar high. Shoot. I should have thought about that. Yeah. But I was just thinking like, I love him and you know, I just want to like turn up the sexy time. See, I would just gag on my husband. So I just saying like we could be each other's like go-to so, person. But like I have a gag reflex. Oh, but there's stuff you can do for that. Yeah. There's like the spray that you can numb your throat. Uh-huh. That makes me gag. Oh, yeah. I can't like when people because I I would drink like if yeah. if I went on vacation and would there be was so fun and there was a free alcohol drink, like I'll take a sip of a drink, uh-huh. but I can't take a shot to well, save my life. Like yeah, I can't disgusting. swallow things. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. More hand actions. Like, OK, well, first of all. When you go to, are you, you're not doing your Vegas trip anymore I for your birthday? Freaking, no. I, I wish I wasn't so pregnant because no. I would be your ride or die. Because I would ha- let you have fun. I would help you. Well, and like my friends are like, let's go. My my three friends, mm-hmm. Kate, Brie, Maddie, shout out. They're like, let's still go. Let's still yeah. go. But then I get so much anxiety because my husband is the deepest sleeper. Our house could be lit on fire and yeah. he wouldn't hear a single thing. He, we would all die. Yeah. And, I wake up every night to either Here. Banks, Brooks, or Bentley. Like one yeah. of them needs me no matter what. Majority of the time it is Banks. Uh-huh. And I do end up feeding him around 4 or 5 a.m. My husband's going to sleep through that. So you're afraid to let your hair down because so, you're like, husband will yeah. be home. And I'm going to get notifications that like baby's crying and I'm going to have to like freaking talk to him through the the speakers <laughs> of the home. Like, wake up, wake stupid up. fuck. <laughs> Our child needs you. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to have to. Like, so yeah. it stresses me out to yeah. go. Yeah. But I also think if I don't go, I'll be sad because like I deserve a night out, whether it's drinking or not, like just being with my friends and sleeping. Yeah. I want to sleep through the night. Everyone. I want to go to bed and I want my body to wake itself up. Yeah. Not Not a screaming child. child. Yes. So I I don't know. You can, but you could still have so much fun without drinking. Yeah. Let that be known. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I wasn't like drinking wasn't even like on the top of my list. It's just, I feel like. I've I'm like very I'm very open to the fact that like if I had a drink like I would have a drink I'm not I I hate let me just say this right (laughs) now I hate people and there's people in my life like this that drink smoke pot do things Uh but they won't fucking admit it they won't talk about it it's hush hush secret secret and they're one way but really secretly they're another way Uh, yes so when I say I drink that's just me making the boundaries clear that I would drink not necessarily that I like to drink or I want to drink I haven't drank in like three two years yeah but like I want my parents I want my in-laws I want everyone in my life to know that oh if Josie had alcohol it wouldn't be crazy right right like you've obviously you're like like like, you've gone this long like I'm very open and honest about it yeah where people in my life 
probably drink all the time and they don't say anything. And I'm like, yeah. you're. But you also live in annoying. Utah, so that's hard. No, because like outside and like if you lived in yeah, but like I Indiana, hate you that. Know? Yeah, it why is do, hard. Why do people care? I guess that's just not my mindset to care. Like yeah. I just don't care. Like my it's mom, shame my culture. mom is probably like nah, 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 every time I talk because she's like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, but like I just because don't care. I feel like we've like as a culture as a super religious culture, maybe even Catholics. I, I can only speak from being in yeah. the Mormon church, but I feel like there's so, I hate the box of the good and the bad. Yeah. Oh, she goes to church, but she drinks Starbucks. She's bad. Oh, she's a good Mormon because she goes to the temple and does all these things. Like there's good and bad. I'm like, do you really think when we go to heaven, the heavenly father is going to be like, Oh, Josie. Okay. Let's see what she did in her life. Mm, I better call Carly up and see what her thoughts of her are and see if she thinks she should get yeah. into heaven. Oh, Carly, you saw her drink a white claw one time. Yeah. She said you're bad. You know, like yeah. I'm like, when we truly have a relationship with our higher, alt- like wh- whoever you believe in God, yeah. heavenly father, Buddha, whatever, it is so unhealthy to get outside of that thought process and start caring what Josie's doing to get closer. Like church and community is good because you can grow and you yeah. can learn from other people's like what they've gone through. But there's so much judgment and shame and like comparison. Like, well, she's doing that. So that make puts her in this box so that I'm better because I haven't done that. Yeah. When it's real in reality, like you're missing out on so much to, like an opportunity to learn to like, you're such a good person. Anyone who's yeah. been around you, listen to your podcast. They know you're a good oh, person, you. whether you've had a sip of alcohol or not, whether yeah. I'm Mormon have had alcohol or tattoo, whatever. Yeah. Like that's the hardest thing about like religion, organized religion and culture. And I get why people have such like, you know, reservations about it. And I've had to learn that because like when I was a single mom, when I married somebody outside of the temple, when I got pregnant before we got married, so much shame, so much shame that I felt like I could never go back to the church. I'm like, what yeah. are people going to think of me? And for so long, I was so worried about that, that I'm like, wait a minute, this is completely the wrong reason why I'm here on this earth. Like, I'm not going to get back to heaven because I make everybody around me like me or approve of me or what I've done. Like I, in my heart have to feel confident about my relationship with my religion and like what makes me a better person not what makes me feel good yeah there's a lot of things I do that probably are that make me feel good that are not bringing me closer to yeah. you know but I just that's what's kept us I think Jackson and I like where we're at with like our church our kids go to a Lutheran school and I freaking love it we go to Lutheran church sometimes I'm like if there's something at the end of the day that makes you be a better human being that's it for you you know, totally. And whatever you think about your neighbors or your friends or whatever, like judging them, holding judgment for them, you can have boundaries, but like, that's not bringing you closer to being a better person. No, it's distracting. So I'm with you on that. Like, yeah, I just think we need to just own who who we are and just be the best version of ourselves. Yes. Stop judging. Just love people. Love one another. Isn't that what we're taught at church? Another. (laughs) Yes. Amen, Carly. Church here. I feel like I should get off my pedestal. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to the trash can. Um, all right. Well, Carly, thanks for coming on Weekly <laughs> Thank Trash. Thanks for having me. Thanks How for many taking things out trash with me? Did I say that we'll regret later? N- none. None? None. Okay. We, we, about it. we I think we covered every topic possibly we could <laughs> cover. The sun. We talked we were all we were all over the place. Yeah. Which is what I love. I knew when you came on it was going to be a long episode. Yeah. Because I knew we would be able to just chat, chat, chat. And I, talk I hope this is like a good release to the people listening, like good girl chat. Like yeah. if you haven't been with your girlfriends for a minute, I hope listening to this helped fill your cup yeah. and now you you can have a good day. 
chime in with us. It'll be yes. fun to see what people think. Yes, crazy. please give us all of your blowjob uh, <laughs> advice. Right. Your 2024 Because goals. Carly has big goals yes. for 2024. Okay. Cheer me on, people. <laughs> all right, you guys have the best weekend. Uh-huh. Carly, I love you. Thanks for coming. Yes, thanks for having me. And do not forget to take out your trash. Bye. Bye.